The current spoiler warning level is, Sapphire. Friends and folks, for this episode, you're looking at a spoiler warning level of Sapphire. We're so close to not having anything to, to talk about spoiler-wise. It's a very long episode with a bunch of random stuff from all over things like Advance of Zeta reboot and uh, the fucking UC Engage mobile game and a bunch of random stuff like that. Um, and then in a listener question at the end, halfway through, Dylan's like, actually, I want to mention some stuff from uh, Seed Destiny. So if you can you know, get a spoiler warning at that time, it's after two hours and like five minutes. And so there's plenty of episode to listen to before that. Um, but for just that last little bit, there are some spoilers. Also, just to say it real quick, um, this is a cleanup episode and we do clean up on the uh, Hazel. The, you know, Gundam, the, the RX-121 Gundam Hazel. We never covered the Hazel. We only realized this after the fact. So uh, we'll address that in the near future. But uh, yeah, you will hear us talking about it as though we've already covered the Hazel and we haven't. Anyway, please enjoy the episode. Hello friends and folks and welcome back to another episode of Mechanista NG and our second ever cleanup episode. I'm Six Stepmar from Scanline Media. And I'm Dylan. Dylan, we uh, we keep leaving things in our wake, though I think a lot of this, um, in fact nearly all of this, is stuff that got added to the universe since we recorded. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't think we've left a lot of these behind, because when I last looked at it, yeah, there was a lot of... Uh stuff that was more on the newer end of things mm-hmm yeah yeah we uh, this this list uh, owes a lot to uh, Xeonic scans um, thank you very much for your services um, I I very often will just flip through uh, and see if there are new bubble suits that have been announced by you know various side media and the answer is usually yes oh yeah no it'll tired matter. voice the answer is usually yes <laughs> I, I, I would I would venture to say that it's almost always yes, because, I mean, to be fair, comma, if you were doing a mobile, if you were told, oh, you can do a mobile suit Gundam side story, mm-hmm. most people are going to want to add at least one of their own mobile suit. Sure. No sure, that's what. fair. Like, like, I know I would. I'm not, I, I, look. That's just how I, I know I know how I am. I know myself well enough. I, I would want to add more, so. But would you add a variant of an existing suit, or would you add a new suit? Honestly, there are problems with both, considering... Yep. If, if you... Okay. If you do what I do, and you just basically act like everything that is, like, side material doesn't really matter, it's not actually that big of a deal. Now, if you're the kind of person who is going to be looking at, like, okay, well... I'm going to pretend that Blue Destiny happened and uh, Rise from the Ashes happened and all of this, all, all everything happened all at once. Then there are problems with coming up with either a new suit or a variant because there's already so many. You know? But if you're just going like, yeah, I, I like First Gundam, so I'm going to add my own thing. Sure, but at a certain point it becomes like the Star Wars Extended Universe, right? Like the old one. 
So it's like, ah, that's just a mess in here. Who cares? I mean, that... Uh, the thing is, a person writing a Gundam story is not going to read every other side story. That would be right. insane. Right. That's just how it is. And though, as far as anyone's concerned, all that matters is animation anyway. So, you know, they already solved their EU rule. <laughs> yeah, and they don't have, like, a, a story Bible, I'm sure. No, they don't. Like, you know... People have asked Sunrise repeatedly, and they've given mo most answers that I've seen, either from, like, what Mark Simmons has mentioned or other people. If it's animated, it's fine. If it's not, it's not. And then people start going, well, these video games had animated cutscenes, and the reply to that seems to be shrug. <laughs> I mean, I think the reply, to, yeah, the reply to that should be, don't be a stupid pedant, you know what we mean. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and then people go well okay so are the movies canon or are the sh is the show canon and then uh the answer is also they're both animated so they are both official <laughs> yeah well i mean i think that's a great way of doing it i think cutting off look there is fun ephemera for the nerds but none of it matters it doesn't it is not it does not change it should not change your enjoyment to figure out, oh, well, which of these is the true events of the universe, the movies or the show? And besides, it's the show anyway, because it's better, but... On the other hand, I feel like it would be nice for people writing new stories to know what had already been written. I wouldn't I wouldn't hate the... Like, if, if Sunrise, if you wanted to hire me to become the Keeper of the Harokron, um, I'd do it. I'm just saying, look, here's the thing. Oh, come on, the Harokron? Nothing? No, fuck, I'm gonna, no, fuck that. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm just saying that I think it would be really funny if you made a thing and you somehow referenced events that happened both in the movies and in the show at the same time. I think that would be the best way to handle it, because I think that'd be funny. Alright, fair enough, I guess. Look, I just, I've... I used to be the kind of nerd who really, like, got into the weeds of this kind of stuff, and I have evolved past that years and years and years ago. So. Yeah, I think it can be fun, and I think it can be fun to intentionally I think it can be personally it. fun. I just don't want the actual franchise getting involved, if that makes sense. I don't want it to I don't be... want to... I don't want it getting bogged down, I guess is what I would say. Yeah. I, I just, I don't want it to be something that's, like, something handled by the official capacity. This is just a fun fan thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Cleanup time. Cleanup time. Gonna roll some dice. We're gonna see what we're doing. Oh, you know, I should be using, one of these should be a D12. We have a long list of cleanup. And so what I'm gonna be doing is just kind of a nonsense system here, really. <laughs> um... Where I'm rolling, I split it into two halves. Don't worry about it. You're going to hear dice rolls, and then we're going to talk about something. And we're just going to do that probably until the list is empty. Okay. Uh, sure, this one's nice and easy. This will take, like, 30 seconds. Oh, okay. What is it? This is the RX-78 NT2 Gundam NT2. Oh, Okay. Uh, oh, it's, good. You linked it. Okay. Because I was. Yeah. No, I'll be. I'll be linking everything as we go. Uh, because Alex too. Yeah. Okay. So uh -huh. where did this come from? Great question. Oh God. Okay. I see at the bottom. It is it's a. MSV. 
sort of. It's B Club, but you know. It's B Club MSV2, so it's not like Okawara or, in the case of the Alex, it's not Izabuchi doing this. So, is the color edit here just actually a color edit? Looking at the top, I don't think that's official art. I think that is, they took uh, the art of the, the, you know, Izabuchi's art of the Alex, and it is paint-dropped. It's definitely possible. Um, it is. If so, we've seen some really bad edits. This one's fairly smooth. So good oh, job. Oh yeah, no. Some people do. I mean, you know, uh, there was that thing I've talked about where um, when we were doing some of the crossbone episodes, actually, too. Even some of those that were colored, uh, the art is not normally not colored, uh, and some of them look official, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Anyway, this is a gray. Alex. It's not even, it's not quite G3 colors, really. No. It's just gray it's, and blue. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, so, oh, because there's the containers in the episode, including ones marked NT1, NT2, and NT3. The idea is, oh, so are there actually, is, is there an Alex NT2, etc. And the, the, the long and short of it is basically, this is a less advanced Alex in a few ways, because it's like, what if we built one not for testing, but what for active use? So it doesn't have the experimental um, 360-degree cockpit, um, and it doesn't have the, like, the new beam rifle, and it has a gym command shield. It's so funny looking at that modified, uh, the, the original design of it there, the MSV, where mm-hmm. they've taken the Alex kit, but that... That Gundam uh, beam rifle has clearly come from another kit and also, like, is, like, the old kit design where it's incredibly thin. Yeah. It's it's just kind of an amusing model photo is all. But anyway. Yeah. Okay. So we got a gray Alex. Cool. A gray less yep. good Alex. Yep. Uh, there yeah. might be an NT4 somewhere in the world. Yeah, NT3 and NT4 technically might also exist. But uh, we don't have we don't have data on them. Uh, not, not that we really have much on this one. Okay, next we have. All right, this is uh, this is a Moon Gundam friend. Okay. This is the Zaku Three Saikamu equipped type. This is one of several that came out of the UC Engage Ooh. game, where they just came up with stupid variants for things. Okay, I, this is pretty cool, though. So this sure. is actually, okay, no, so, I, I think a lot of them are pretty cool. It's just the fact that they exist is kind of dumb. Oh, yeah, I mean, you know. Uh, so, Zaku 3, Sikram type. Alright, looking at that. So, it has interest. Okay, so, we've got what is essentially the Zaku 3 custom, uh, in terms of, like, the head matches the Zaku 3 Kai more. Uh, it has, you know, an extended rear skirt, though it has a different design than the Zaku 3 Kai, because it's got, like, just, like, it's got a big cut in the middle, and then it's actually got two external propellant tanks uh, sticking into it, which is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, the legs have larger knees with uh, big thrusters on them, and you've got some out, uh, bigger thrusters on the legs as well. Feet are a different design, and of course, the most striking part of this is instead of having any like of the normal Zaku three shoulder shields and such, you've got two large binders that mostly resemble like if you kind of have it, it. You know how like the Kshatriya's binders from Unicorn have um, 
ha- have like that top part that technically can like pop open in the middle. It's like if you mm-hmm. only put like that part on this rather than the whole binder. Like ha- it's it's a much smaller binder. Um, sure. Sure. It looks like it has Yagdoga style funnels in there, uh, mm-hmm. going off the design because they're kind of like the cylindrical, and I assume the back part of them are like little fins that pop open. Yeah, uh, it looks like four per shield, so eight total. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, this is fine. It's a cool little variant. Yeah. Not much to say about it. <laughs> and then we also have the... I guess we should also mention it since it's here. Did we ever talk about the Engage Gundam, actually, or no? No, we're, we can't talk about it at yeah, all. Yeah, okay. So We're going we'll to have to wait because to, there we'll are... We'll have to rabbit ear this page, so... At one point, I was like, oh, I can add the Engage Gundam to this list, and I looked up what... First of all, the information around the Engage Gundam is shit, because no one cares about that game. Well, yeah, it's not available in English. <laughs> and then second... And then, well, yeah, I mean, you'd assume there would be some fucking fans who are just playing it in Japanese anyway, and I'm sure there are some. There, there probably really are, but they're not translating it. Right. Too, and the other thing th- is... What they are busy doing is uploading all the uh, very surprisingly decently animated cutscenes to YouTube, but anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing is there are a billion variants of it, so that complicates things. Yeah. It has right. more loadouts than God. Who actually mostly just sticks with the one loadout, if you believe it. Um, okay, we have a, uh, a handful here of F90 types that we've technically discussed before, but now we actually get to see what they look like. Okay. Yep. Uh, so first off, we're hitting the N-type F90 here. The next type. Okay, yep. Yeah, this is the one that I mentioned was in the game, so we actually have art of this finally. Cool. When did he post this? August. Okay. Uh, yeah, because we talked about it before August. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's it's just a case where I will update. I, uh, in our spreadsheet of units discussed, I will add a second episode where it's discussed. Yeah. Um. Just going to save this actually because I don't want to lose this um this <laughs> image because I've I've wanted art of the end type because again it's in the video game and I know what it looks like but we didn't have two D art of it so. Uh, good thing we have that now. It's so funny that it had like a model debut in fucking Gundam Breaker Mobile when it's not a thing with a model yet still. Um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, the end type. I think it's pretty alright. I like the uh, I like the extra chest pieces, like how it like you know makes the vents and stuff fancier. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's an interesting pack because it, the end pack is probably the most like it, it doesn't feel like it's like a, a lot of the other packs you know add a lot of very visible oh these are external parts this almost feels like it's just its own mobile suit it doesn't actually like feel like pack parts necessarily like when you look at it mm-hmm. at a glance um, yeah it feels like it's vaguely like like imitation zeta yeah um but yeah, and it also has a, you know, core fighter thing going on, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I was just assuming that it could transform into a thing. It can, I, right? Uh, I I don't know if it itself transforms. If you look in the upper right, you can see the whole fighter itself. Uh-huh. Which is like the backpack, the torso piece, um, etc. But I don't know if... I don't think it's... I don't know if the whole mobile suit can transform. 
Hmm. Interesting. So it might just be the world's biggest core fighter. Yeah, it's a, it's a big external core fighter, basically. Weird. Weird. Nope. Next up, we have the C and T types. Yep. Oh, yeah, these ones. Uh, these are great. I like these two. Uh, I think they're great, yeah. Yeah, so we've got the C type, which is uh, the coldness type, which actually really just has... So, it's the F, uh, it's the F90, but with a, a bunch of, like... It's kind of a weird um cloak. Uh, yes, it's a very weird cloak. Yeah, it's it's. I guess it's just you know for keeping it warm, like keeping the parts warm. Like on this kind of... model kit here, it's the P Bandai. It looks like it's a dryer sheet. Yeah, I guess it's some kind of like thermal cloak. Uh, and then the other major addition of it is, you've got. Uh, I do like the way that the, if you look at the sides of the legs, like these extra vernier parts and stuff have been designed. They almost look like snowblowers too. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, it has big skis that are uh, equipped on the front of the feet uh, that pop down and can, you know, it can ski. Um, it Basically, this just seems like a way to keep it not getting frozen though. Because you can see there's also like a big like tank with a bunch of wires in it. And I'm assuming this is just like stuff to keep it from, you know getting cold and like possibly breaking parts yeah it seems like i like heat radiators and stuff yeah uh and then the t-type the tracer i really like uh it's basically turning the um the f90 into a gaplant uh it's two shield binders that are added to the shoulder units uh that have a little um i believe it's a double barrel beam guns in the bottom uh and then also you add this big booster onto the back, like that has two like two side verniers that are like large booster sets, and then like one huge tail one also mm-hmm. uh, that ends with two big uh, thrusters. Um, the design of the tail one's really interesting because they look like giant e packs. Yeah, yeah, they do look like giant e packs uh, for how they do that. Uh, I do really like uh, the tracer type though. Uh, so funny because I'm looking at the replies to the uh, tweet you linked with them, and a lot of people are like, "They've lost all creativity. These are terrible." And I'm like, "I could see why people would say that about the C type, but I, I think the I think the T type is fine." Look, yeah, I, I, I like the, me the shield good. binders. So, what's up? And I mean, I li- I like the C as well, but I understand that people who would get very serious about this would be frustrated. Yeah, well, unfortunately, I don't. I don't look. I like Okawara. We talked about how in certain shows, if he's told to design too many Gundams, how sometimes they can get boring. Uh, they're having him design the same fucking Gundam, but with uh, the, the entire alphabet. <laughs> yep. Like, yep. I'm sorry, but... I, I, I don't... Like, like, that's the thing. When someone says a Nebulous, they lost all creativity. I'm like, who is they? Like, what do you mean yeah. by they? You have to look at, like, the creative people working on this, and, like, these are things made by people. <laughs> Uh, yep. but anyway, sorry, that's just my, my bugbear. I love a bugbear. Um, okay, we can roll again here. Alright, oh, this is, okay, alright. This one's a, uh, a Gaplant Gundam. This is the Favner. Okay, we didn't talk about this when we were talking about all the book units. Pretty sure we didn't. I'm pretty sure it didn't exist at the time. No, because I thought this was... Uh, when, remember when there was that new... Mm, I can't remember now. Remember, like, when 
all the Valpurgis units, we were looking at them in that one um, MS Illustrated they did. I thought we talked about that. Let me look real quick. Let me look at my MS Illustrated and see if this is in there. Because I think it is, and I thought we talked about it. But I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Uh, yeah, it's it's. this is also a Gaplank Gundam, though. Um, it's not on our unit tracking. Hmm. So, th- ironically, this does a very similar thing as the... Uh, the... Uh, what's it? Um... The tracer type, right? Where instead of the Gaplant's binders being on the arms, they're on the shoulders. Mm-hmm. These two large binders. Um, well, either way, I think this is in that book, so I'm going to link you that because that'll get you some better art of it. So give me one sec. Um, it is... Which year was that again? Oh, no, it's not a year, right? It's uh, the 0081 to 0090 uh, book. So give me one sec to go through that. Okay, uh, yeah, here, check this out. Um, there's two There's two versions of it, uh, because it has uh, the normal version and the Chabam Armor version. The Chabam Armor is what makes it look like the Gaplant, but when it actually ejects the Chabam Armor off the head and such, it's actually a double Zeta. Interesting. And if you look at the legs and whatnot, those are just double Zeta legs anyway. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know, I've been building some recently, so I know. Huh. Did we talk about the Gram since I'm seeing this here? Let's see. No, we didn't. I don't think we talked about anything on this page. I don't think I saw this page. Oh. Or maybe maybe we did this off the air. I don't know. I can't remember. Well, we've got the Jim Gram, which is just a Jim... Kind of a Jim Command by way of looking like a Special Forces unit. It's got uh, external propellant tanks. You've got extra uh, little like thrusters on the shoulders and whatnot. Um... The main thing that it does that's its gimmick is... Oh, also, it uses the Nemo shield, interestingly enough. Uh, it also has sky parts, like the like the Gundam. Like, like, like it equips parts of a G-Fighter onto it. It's very dumb. Yep. Uh, we also have here the... Um, uh, so, the, yeah. the apparently, this is all part of the, the Hedgehog project or something. Um, so, we have here the... Uh, the Favner here is the is the Hedgehog three. The Hedgehog two is just called the Hedgehog. Yeah, and it's the uh, it, it it's a Zeta that is worse in every way because <laughs> if you look well, at it, it's MSZ. It's and it's got like some Zeta ideas going on with like the legs and stuff. It's kind of dumb. <laughs> it's pretty terrible looking. It's one of the uh, now again. If I'm going to call out a specific person, I'm going to say that I just think this looks like. They told Okawara, hey, can you make us a Gundam? And you've got, like, two days to do it, and he did. And it's based on the Zeta. <laughs> you know, it's not very good looking. Yeah, it's got, like, these weird, like, side, like, you know, like, a plant-style shield binders, but, like, half of them? Like, they're just really short? Um, that's strange. They did a thing here, and I don't know that I approve. Well... Ready to roll the next? Sure, sure. Ah! Tell him about the table. Alright. Okay, let's see. Uh, okay, well, this one is, you know, we're just gonna do a bunch in a row here. Okay. Because um, there's a bunch of AOZ to catch up on. Uh, okay, so it just advances A to reboot stuff? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Uh, look. 
let's see, what stuff do we have? Um, we're uh, we are starting with the uh, advanced try route two. Right. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, so this is a cool form. Uh, I like this one a lot. It's the advanced try route two, but this is a special version. This is the one used by um, uh, Alice Arisu, um, the the fake zombie, because I yeah. believe she uses a zombie name. Uh, and it's basically a Hyru 2 that has uh, a Psychomu system on it. Uh, so the primary changes are that it has funnels inside of the weapon containers. And it has, if you look at the legs, rather than using uh, hazel legs like the standard Hyru 2, this actually uses Barzam legs. Um, uh, the Barzam 2 legs. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> only other neat thing about this art is I like that they reverse the arms in this art. It has the arms in the claw mode in the mobile suit mode, and then the they're in the rifle modes in the MA mode, whereas normally on the art for the uh, Hryru 2, it's reversed. You have the MA mode have the claws out, and then the uh, MS mode is like almost like a turret because it has just three gun arms. Or, well, mm -hmm. two gun arms and then the central gun uh, piece. Uh yeah, uh, the funnels are a really cool design. If you look at the top middle of the page that is linked, which I'm sure you'll link for the show notes, uh, the funnels are actually stuffed into the. Uh, so it has, technically, it has two funnels, and what they and they are, if you look inside the weapon container, they're arranged where they are flattened out, and they look like they would be three separate funnels. But what happens is they deploy and then they wrap around each other. Uh, the three do, and so you, mm -hmm. it has two funnels that are made of. I think these are just three beam cannons each, so it's like a weird tri-tipped funnel or something. Uh, I really like the design of these quite a bit, actually. Um, yeah. It's very similar, actually, to a thing that we... I don't remember if we talked about from Gaia Gear, the uh, Zoran Soul. Oh, we talked about basically nothing from Gaia Gear, so... Okay, we haven't... Okay, yeah. Well, I need to bring this up just because <clears throat> it, it this does the same thing, and it's like the only other style of thing doing this kind of funnel i think uh so this is the zoran soul right the uh, refined zoran soul i should say and its funnels look a little weird because they're all over the body and uh they are like these like you see all those fins on it right like on the side mm -hmm. skirts you can see them especially on the back here so when you see the funnel pictures though the way the funnels are depicted look very different and the reason why is because these groups of three funnels pop out and then wrap around a central beam cannon. And it's got these, like, weird, like, blades going on around them. It's pretty cool. It looks really cool. And I'm thinking that's what this is a reference to. I I'm pretty sure that's... But given that they never reference Gaia Gear in anything, uh, he what he instead compares it to are things like the winch unit... Uh, the Barzam's beam rifle, the new Gundam's funnel, and then the Victory Gundam's uh, beam smart gun is mm -hmm. what uh, the little notes there in the middle say. But uh, knowing Kinky Fujioka and how he draws off a lot of dumb, nerdy Gundam deep lore shit, I would not be surprised if he was also drawing off the Zoran soul for this. Mm -hmm. uh, pretty cool, though. I do like this unit a lot. Uh, so what other Rieoz things? Do we just have, like, the... We have pages. a bunch of Marzion stuff, where right. it's just Marzion's oh, version of they just added things. a new page recently. Holy shit. Well, good thing well, we're doing perhaps, this cleanup perhaps now. I'll, yeah, perhaps I'll do this one, or perhaps I won't. Well, if we're starting off with the, uh, the Marzion inlay, the ARZ-124, 
I mean, INL inlay. It it's not really any different than the normal inlay. It's just black and it's got the red khars in it. Yeah. I mean, it's okay. cool, but you know, it's yeah. an inlay. Yeah. That's uh, done. Next. <laughs> yeah. Okay. As so, I say, some of these will take seconds. So. Uh, yeah. Uh, so I actually have the AOZ page open, so I can I can link all these now because I remember them. So we have okay. the. I assume the Jim Quell variations, right? Uh, I think we already did that. Did we already do this one? Because this came after the other one. The uh, there's the, another one. Okay. This came after the uh, the uh, Hyrule Two uh, Alice version. Okay, uh, what this one is is this is me. the Jim Quells, and it's got all the Jim Quells like in the middle of the page and stuff too. Hmm. Um. Let's see. Did, did, I, did can you check I, and see? I, if, I oh. do feel like we covered this. Let me let me see. Okay, I was gonna say if you if you think we covered it, then yeah. Uh, is this a uh, Q? Is the quell right? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, uh, so... we've only got we've only, okay. The only quell we have on our covered list is just the quell ass quell. Maybe just you and I talked about this, so I guess we yeah. can talk about all of these. Yep. So there's the Rezion use GM quell because, as we know, the uh, thing in Advanced Zeta Reboot is um, that uh, basically uh, the Titans and Marzion are in a tenuous alliance uh, against the Earth Federation. Uh, tenuous because, well. The uh, Titans do not like Space Noids, uh, but they also uh, don't like the Earth Federation anymore either, now that they have officially separated, even though they are basically the same thing. But anyway, um, that's just me being grumpy about this story. I don't care about the story in this, I just like the mobile suit designs. Um, but yeah, so uh, Rezion has their own Jim Quells. They are in the standard Rezion colors of black and red. Uh, they look pretty good in the black and red. Um, mm-hmm. And then I'll, only the... be, I'll only be adding to the list ones that actually have, like, either a, at least a different model number, if not different parts. This is just repainted. Yep. So then it goes through the lineage here. So it talks about, you know, you have the Alex, which leads to the Jim Custom. Uh, and then the Jim Custom kind of has a spinoff into the AU colors of Jim Custom, which come up in a couple of things. Uh, but then you also have the Jim Custom... Uh, uh, as used by the Titans, which is interesting because that one's not usually seen. That is basically, instead of the Jim Quell, it is just the Jim Custom. Like, it doesn't have the Jim Quell's head. It doesn't have... It, it is just a Jim Custom in Titans colors. Then you have the Jim mm-hmm. Quell. And then you have si- sort of... It, 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 so, this is where it gets interesting, right? You see, so, if you're looking at the chain, right? You see the Jim Custom Titans leads into that Jim Quell there. That Jim Quell actually also has a different head. If you look at the head shape, it's got a different oh, head. Yeah. Uh, that is not like our Jim Quell from 0083, I don't think. That's just, it's just its weird own variant here with a weird head. Uh, not really too much else different other than, I, I guess that maybe is supposed to be the 0083 one though. Because if you look at the bottom of the legs, it doesn't have the cameras colored in. And that's, the, the 0083 design doesn't have like the cameras the cameras on the legs there. Yeah. Um, and it's using the gym rifle from 0083. Though, fun fact, uh, Kenki Fujioka cannot help himself, and he decides to give them all the uh, sensor manipulators that the Titans test team use, so they have the uh, red fingertips and all of this mm-hmm. art. Uh, then you have the Jim Quell as Fujioka draws it. You know, different different head design, and you got the cameras on the legs. Uh, there's the Jim Quell uh, equipped with Chaba armor, 
uh, which is just the full armor Hazel's Chobham armor, because, you know, can equip it on either or. Uh, you have the Jim Quell early Hazel, which is also, you know, what becomes the Hazel reserve unit. And then you have a Jim Quell, but in Federation colors. So it's basically in like Jim 2 colors or Jim mm -hmm. colors. Uh, that's it. Uh, you know, it's just a bunch of color variations mostly. But I wanted to talk about it because if we're doing a cleanup, we may as well. And then, of course, the AOZ thing that came out right after this, volume 75, uh, is Hazel Variations. And these are interesting because there's a bunch of weird ones here. Uh, early Hazel and Hazel Variations including several that had not really been seen before. Uh, so, is there no text for these? Yeah, there's no, I guess, oh, oh, it's the letters by the, okay, I see what it's trying to reference here now, mm -hmm. okay. There there are letters for them. So you've got the A-type early hazel, which is just the Jim Quell hazel that we all know. Mm -hmm. Then we have, so if we start off in the upper right corner of this page, we've got, an I-type Hazel, which seems to be, let's see, Hazel... It calls it the Hazel Keldurk Armor. Yeah, Keldurk Armor. Interesting. So now, there's a lot, of, uh, a lot of awkward transliteration that happens here, so who knows if that will stay the name exactly. Yeah, I'm trying to see if it says what this is, because... So, it's got some interesting stuff on this version of the design. This version of the design has the Chabam Armor on the torso and skirt. It's got... What look like missiles on the back? It does look like that. I, I was just trying to see if those are missiles or if those are... Yeah. I mean, you can see one to the side deployed. I'm pretty sure those are missiles. Interesting. Uh, it's using uh, the... Ver it's using the Mark II rifle with a undersung grenade launcher. Um, it's got, on the shield, some extra armor actually on the shield, like some reactive armor, which is kind of interesting. That's a cool look. And then actually on the legs, you know what, it it also has the Mark II's uh, thrusters slapped onto the legs, interestingly. Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, those are the Mark II-style thrusters. And then it's really funny, because then we hit the H, which has Alex-style thrusters. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so, okay, so this is like a Hazel Reserve unit with extra armor. I actually, so funny, I saved this, I didn't notice the I-type. I noticed all these other ones, and I somehow skipped over this I-type, because this looks completely new to me. Um... Oh, and it also has the uh, Gym 3 missile launchers on the waist, if you look on the side skirts. Huh. Like the big missile launchers that the uh, Gym 3 has. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, oh, so, so it's basically... H, H, is, H is labeled Hazel Keldurk, and this is Hazel Keldurk armor to the side, so that's a modification of H. Okay, so it's an armored-up version of this one, okay. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, and it looks like it's focusing on doing explosives, uh, is what I would guess, because it has extra armor, it has reactive armor... It seems like a both a ballistic and anti-ballistic suit. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, with also having the addition of the beam rifle. The re regular one labeled H here. The Keldurk. Uh, this is basically just a Hazel Reserve unit, but if you look at the side skirts, it's got, you know, big Alex-style, like, thrusters slapped onto it. And nothing mm -hmm. else really different. Oh, and it's using the Mark II backpack, I guess I should say. And it uh, has the Mark II Vulcan pod. Yeah, I was going to say the Vulcan pod. Um, when you hit B, that's kind of like the Hazel Reserve unit I'm used to. There. Mm -hmm. Which is just, you know, it's and the Hazel Reserve And that's what it's labeled unit. as, yeah. There. yeah. Uh, then you have the C-type, which is, you know, with the that's the full armor Hazel. Then you have the D-type, which is, 
it's the Hazel 2, but with, like, the full armor Hazel Chabam armor, but it has, like, you know, the tri-booster. And, of course, uh, this is one of the ones where, on the page, they use that, uh, the paint color I really like from, uh, AOZ that they don't use too often because it would be really hard to make kits of these, where it's the, uh, pinstripe yellow. I really mm-hmm. like the pinstripe, though. I think it looks really cool with the yellow pinstripe and, like, the two shades of blue. I'm going to have to look into the, um, part of the description of the eye says that Keldirk is named after a, um, a famous, like, fairy tale author. Um, I'm going to have to look into to see if, if that's, yeah, awkward transliteration of someone's name yeah. that I can, would think of. Uh, and then you have the E-type, which that's just the Hazel 2. That's all that is. That's just the Hazel 2. Mm-hmm. And then there's a fancier illustration of the Hazel 2 below it there. Um... Then you have, on the F, it's just the uh, Hazel Unit 2, but instead of having the Tri-Booster equipped, it's got the uh, two shields on the backpack, which is, you know, one of the old variations that they show. And then one of the new drawings for this is they drew that, but with the Chaba Marmor on. So basically just mixing and matching custom parts and then also creating a couple of new ones, namely the Leg Boosters, uh, which are new, and then also the uh, Reactive Armor and the Missile Pack for the one type uh, mm-hmm. are new. So just like minor variations, because again, the whole thing is, oh, these are all test units. So this is all the same Hazel, I think, is the implication. This is all the same Hazel, just being re-outfit over time. I don't you know? think that's true. Uh, I mean, we know that the Hazel 2 was called that because it is the second Hazel unit after the first one gets damaged. And so what I always thought was, well, that means any time that we see like... <laughs> Like, when the Hazel 2 gets turned into the Hazel Ausla, that's the same unit. It just gets parts changed. Sure. At least that was the implication in original AOZ. But, I mean, the purpose of these, I mean, like, this is done in the same style as that previous Quell one. Those aren't all the same Quell. The purpose is no. simply just to show the evolution. It's just weird here because there's not... The, the, <clears throat> this is where we get a weird thing because in original AOZ, the implication was that there were only a couple of Hazel units. There was only a handful of them. Mm-hmm. So, and like, like, like for instance, there was also only a handful of wound warts. So when you see all those wound war variations, those are just them swapping the parts on like some of the same wound warts, basically. Sure, sure. Um, again, with this, I don't know because re AOZ. I mean, it's called reboot. You know, they could yeah. just change whatever they want. Uh, it just feels like Kinky Fujioka having some fun though, drawing some Hazel things. Right, right. And then we have. The two special issues, uh, which are not given a actual, um, they are not given, like, a normal, uh, volume number. So we have special issue one, uh, oh yeah, Keldirk, there we go, we can see it spelled out here, too. Uh, this is where we get, so, I don't remember, on our Hazel episode, did I talk about how there was the Hazel that has the Masala pack in the margin illustrations? Yes. Yeah. This is where we get, like, a more official version of that. <laughs> where we have the Keldirk Hoist, <laughs> which is uh, a hazel that has a Masala backpack uh, and a Masala claw arms strapped onto the arms. Uh, it looks pretty cool. I, I think I think the Masala backpack is cool, though, so... Mm-hmm. We also get a custom Ashamar used by the Black Hairs, which I'm going to assume the Black Hairs are a titans era uh special group within the titan test team because they don't use the titan test team colors and they have their own name and they have their own color scheme so i'm just and they have the but they have the ttt logo so i'm going to assume 
these are like secret Titans test team, like splinter group or something. So they have their own Ashamar unit, which is actually the prototype Ashamar there. Um, but in black and white, um, you have a Barzan black hairs version, which is a Barzan, but in black and white with some extra torso armor. Uh, it also has a, a different head visor, which unfortunately we don't have a good close up of, but it mm. does have a different head visor there, like put over the face. Uh, mm -hmm. They have a Woundwort, which is just in black. It's the same color as the Rezion Woundwort, only... So, when they did the recent release of the Rezion Woundwort, the Psychoblade version, uh, I think this is the version when they talked about how, oh yeah, by the way, you can also just put the normal antenna and the normal joints on it, because the Rezion one also has different leg joints. Uh, I think this is supposed to be like just the regular Titans version of that, if you had just built that like that. Uh, and then they have a Hyzak, which also has... A special, like, Spec Ops visor, which I assume is the same one that's on the uh, Barzam. Uh, and slightly different shield armor that has a uh, combat knife in it. <laughs> Hell yeah. And otherwise, it's, it's a otherwise it's a Isaac. Mm -hmm. So yeah, uh, again, cool variations. I like the art a lot. And I like uh, also the Hrududu Hoist, which is, uh, you know, if you were to eject, like, the, the parts off of the... Uh, the Keldurk hoist. Uh, I, I guess Keldurk might be just like a specific guy. I'm wondering, like if yeah, that's, or sorry, that's... used by a specific guy. Well, Weird. I mean, as we're saying, I think it's I think based on the writing on one of the previous ones on one of the Hazels, it is the name of a writer. Um, yeah. Um. Then there's the special volume two, which has some Moonwort variations. None of these are really new. Uh, the only thing to mention is when I mentioned that the Black Hairs Woundwort is also just the Rezion Woundwort, that is confirmed at the top middle of this page, so. Mm -hmm. uh, the only real, like, new thing here would be, uh, like, I guess we get confirmation that when the uh, Hambrabi 2 is on the Woundwort, instead of being called the Hambrabi 2, it's just the Aqua Woundwort. Mm -hmm. right. Otherwise... This is just all stuff we've seen. Uh, it was just like a special issue with more info. Now, we have volume 76, though, and this is what caught me off guard. Because this just uploaded very recently, because I just checked this the other day. Uh, I'm excited for this, though, because it technically has a new thing. So, we've talked about how much I like the rehighs down there. Uh... One, we learned that the Rehighs can separate into a top and bottom fighter, which we did not know about before. And we have new mm -hmm. art of its MA mode there at the bottom. And two, we have the Rehighs in... Uh, we have uh, the... It, sorry, not the Rehighs in. We have the Heisenthal 2. Uh, we have the it showing off like a comparison of them. But we get some new angles of the Heisenthal 2, as well as uh, how it looks transformed, because we talked about it in Rio's Z, the Heisenthal 2 adds the... Uh, extra skirt thrusters on the back and you can see now that changes how the ma mode looks for the bottom fighter and the full fighter. I, li I like the names for the advanced moon wart hazen play two um top fighter and bottom fighter the bottom fighter is the needle hazen two and the top fighter is the strawberry two that's very good that's new too that is actually also new because they used to just be called top fighter and bottom fighter kind of like the rehighs down there which is mm -hmm. funny because they've now spelled the rehighs in a third way it's now the rehaze 
This is yeah. why when people tell me, well, they spelled it this way, I don't care. They spell it differently <laughs> within the same volumes of the same fucking thing. And Rehaze is probably correct. Well, Rehaze is based closer. On, it's, Hazen's it's, yeah, Lee, yeah. Yeah, Hazen's Lee and Hazel and all that. Yeah. Yeah. So the Rehaze is closest. Now, I do, I will say about this page, I do really like, though, that now we know that, oh, okay, so the Rehaze slash Rehaze can, in fact, uh, change into uh, a top and bottom fighter also. Because it was kind of unclear before, because while, you know, we had its, we had its transformation, uh, and the thing about it is, it is a more complex version of the original design. You know, and like mm-hmm. the way the armor is bolted onto it, it basically, uh, we've talked about it before, but it's what if you took the Heisenthal and just made it into like a single mobile suit rather than like a modular thing. So mm-hmm. it was kind of unknown. Oh, can it actually switch like this? It can, it turns out. And I, I think it looks pretty cool actually in all modes because it looks like shmup fighters, which is always my, uh, you know, one of my big litmuses. So I think the mm-hmm. top fighter especially looks really cool. Actually, I like it. Um, anyway. Alright, so that... I'm glad we caught that, because like I said, I checked that like two days ago, because I checked the Re-AOZ page every now and then, and uh, there was nothing new there, so that's a very new page. Alright. What else do we got? Do we have more rolls, or what? Oh, we have plenty more rolls, but um, I think we have a few more uh, AOZ things. Oh, okay, yeah. Uh, uh, I can't remember what we did and did not talk about, so... We haven't talked about the five or two. I mean... We talked about the five or two on the Windward episode, didn't we? Because I don't think I, you know what I what I did when I added these was I just searched for the ARZ thing. So yes, okay. Yeah, I'll no, search add... for RX one twenty four. Yeah, because all right. Yep. Yeah, no, this is just... just a black five or two. <laughs> yeah, it's a black all five the, or two. These all, right. all have new model numbers, but they're all the same units. They are just given a different model number because they are under use by the um, by Razion. Uh, It says that they're modified, but they are using the exact same art, basically, in most cases. Okay, well, I have some that I know are new. Okay. Or at least new to to me, and and thus, you know, for this podcast. Yeah. Uh, It's time to talk about some Grands, the Grandzak and the Grand Marasai. Uh, we never talked about these? Okay. No. Yep, uh, the Grands are fine. Uh... Fine? This rules! Yeah, I mean, they're pretty cool. Uh... Uh, I could uh, so when we talked about the Barzam two, did we talk about the Grand Barzam two also, or no? Uh, I I searched for basically I searched for Grand on this page on our covered, and there's n- nothing. There's there's the Grand Zam is the closest thing. We didn't okay, so I will link you some other Grand units then too because. All right, let's get Grand on this. All right, so. You, you, you pointed out the Grand Hyzak there. I do not have separated art of the Grand Hyzak. I do have separated art I made of the Grand Mar- Marasai, but as you can tell, these are when Re-AOZ were still in books, and people had to physically scan them, and the scans were bad. As you can tell. Yep. And also, Gundam uh, fucking Gundam guy at Blogspot, even though these are not even his scans, decided to put giant watermarks on them. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Um... But uh, a way to get a good look at the Grand unit, then, would also be to look at the Grand uh, Barzam here. So this is the Barzam 2, which is, you know, the Moonwort form, uh, mm-hmm. with a Grand pack on it. And you can see the Grand stuff all separated on the bottom. It's What the Grand pack is, is essentially a set of giant tank legs. 
in the style of like the G Commander or something uh, that or make it into a big hover tank or like our armored core style hover tank kind of. So what you've linked there is actually the Grand Barzam two. Yeah, that's the Grand Barzam two. There is a Grand Barzam. I'm just uh oh here, here it is. it's on the same page. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say I do have uh, that separated as well. Yeah. So. Oh, nice. Yep. Barzam and Barzam two. I mean. The Grand Pack, because of how it's built, as long as something can tuck its legs away in there, it works. You can put that on anything. You can mm-hmm. probably make a Grand Gym if you wanted. Uh, yeah. Uh, the Grand Pack is basically a big, you know, hover tank pack uh, for use on, I assume, Mars's deserts, given all the other weird hover units and stuff that get used in Advanced Zeta Reboot. So on the deserts of Mars, you can have a really fast, you know like hover tank uh basically mm-hmm. um i do really like the rifle that these all use by the way um mm-hmm. because that's like the thing that's also new to the grand pack is giving uh the marasai and the barzams and such this like really cool long rifle i just like the design of it yeah to serve the role of like a tank's main gun because like hey you know you've already it's got basically... the, the tank legs so yeah. yeah it's pretty cool uh yeah uh any other Re-AOZ then? I had one more to run by you. Okay. Um, okay, god damn it. I'm sorry. The link I copied for this is a bit of a nightmare. Let me see if I can get... Oh, was it a, a Google Images copy or something? No, this is from Reddit. Oh, uh, yeah, here. This I, is a, I have the a gigantic, I ha- a gigantic mode I hadn't seen before. Yep, so this is just a redraw of the gigantic mode for Re-AOZ, which... It does change a couple of things. Namely, it changes the colors. Uh, This makes the arms and legs of the Psycho Gundam that are added to this match the Wound Wart. Um, It also changes... This isn't, like, a major change, but it changes the way that the uh, beam cannons that are, like, linked onto the back of the uh, weapon parts, uh, it it changes the way they're loaded on there a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, It also has different shoulders is the other really interesting thing. If you look at the shoulders of the Psycho Gundam here... Right. Uh, they are not the normal Psycho Gundam shoulders. Uh, they are... Now, they have, like, additional thrusters on them. Same with, like, the legs. If you look at, like, the knees and, like, the um, sides of the legs, it's like these have additional thrusters. I'm curious if it's meant to be that these are all, like, little extra attitude thrusters for, like, space use. Because, yeah, originally, this was just given Psycho Gundam arms and legs. And then mm-hmm. this is like, instead of giving them exact Psycho Gundam arms and legs, they are Psycho Gundam-based arms and legs that are slightly different in design. Mm-hmm. Oh, and also, um, the other other major change is it has a third weapon pack that is located on the bottom of it. Uh, so you have the two shoulder weapon packs on the top, and then if you look at the new art, there's also one on the bottom. Yeah. Uh, I think also... Oh, yes, also it has the... Uh, the really big external propellant tank uh, connected, which the original does not, uh, which is like the big ball that is just full of propellant and just, you know, once it runs sure. out, it's ejected. So they made it a bit busier. It's fancier, but, you know, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's the thing. There's a lot of things that happen like that in a- a- AOZ Reboot, which is like, you know, Kenki Fujioka revisiting his art all these years later and he adds like random extra details. Um, because I can't remember if we talked about this on, like, the episode, but here's, like, a good example. Uh, there's the original Hurudu 2, 
there's the re-AOZ version. He added the fancy crest to the re-AOZ version. And if you look at the bottom of the uh, middle uh, gun, he added a, uh, an extra set of beam emitters to the bottom uh, middle of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then also the uh, configuration of the blades are a little different in the rifle mode on the arm now. Yeah, I, I guess for, for me, it's like the changes feel significant enough to note as a different yeah thing. yeah no they're but, they're fine to know yeah i not i don't think they're insignificant it's just hard to sometimes remember because yeah like i said it's just minuscule changes over time because you know someone revisits something like 15 years later and it's also kind of hard to square of like okay is this actually supposed to be considered like a variant like in universe or is in this Rio's just East yeah. case it's not <laughs> okay all right because like Fair like enough. the like yeah that when we get in Rio's Z, you know the uh like like the Hiru two there. That's the Titan Test Team version, which is the same one as the above one. So they're supposed to both be the same thing. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Again, it's you know he revisits it years later for reboot, and he just decided to redraw a bunch of stuff. Um, and again, certain things he changes more than others. Like I will say that the gigantic form there does change a decent bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then other ones he doesn't change very much. Uh, another example is like. Uh, here real quick just to show you just because uh, here's like the queenly and then so he doesn't change anything other than giving the head the uh, crest and mm. then uh, he doesn't even add like the extra beam emitter to the winch unit on the middle like he did with the Hurududu too so this is exactly the same other than just the head crest it's just you know again yeah n- uh, fun trivia to mention still we should mention it so i'm not saying it's bad they bring these up <laughs> all right all right uh, on to a few more okay. um let's, let's now i just only need the one die uh, i compacted our list a little bit uh this is the msn 001y msn 001y this is the Delta Anth. This is a UC engaged design. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know. I would not have been able to get, guess what this is. I'm like, MSN001. I'm like, wait, is this related to the Xeong? No. Uh, weird. Okay. Uh, this is, yeah. This is UC engaged doing that thing where they just have random fucking units. Mm-hmm. I think it's uh, kind of ugly. Yeah, it's kind of ugly. It's just a... It's it's similar to the Delta Kai, but in worse colors. Yeah, and it's it a very a light backpack. pink. Yeah. Um, it does just look like a worse Delta Kai in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Which gets to me because I am someone who actually likes the Delta Kai, yeah, Delta Kai quite a bit. So. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Rolling again. Yep. Uh. Okay. This one is the Marasai Cannon. <coughs> Marasai Cannon. Oh, this is another... Uh, this is actually another AOZ that I forgot. Kind of. Because there's a... Oh, okay, yeah. This is technically that. Oh, this so. is in F90FF. Okay. So, the, well, no, this was in F90FF. This was not oh. made for AOZ. You can see that. So, Sorry, they took I, AOZ's I, I, cannon, and yeah. Yeah, I just I'm a, a, immediately my brain was like, oh, you know, here we go. Um, yep. Yeah, that's just the uh, AOZ 
it's just the AOZ's cannon unit, but put onto a Marasai instead. Uh, I do great. like that someone, it, it, whoever's working on F90FF actually did do that, which is kind of neat. <laughs> I, I like seeing AOZ stuff get a shout out. Yeah, the stuff I've seen out of FF I've actually thought was pretty cool, so that's nice. Yep. Uh, alright. Again! Yep. <laughs> uh, the Jim Shooter. Jim Shooter? What is that? Uh, this is a really shitty Jim Sniper from UC Engage. God <laughs> Good damn lord. It. It's, it's a, this yeah, is it terrible. is terrible. Okay, so I see. So this is, uh, they took a Jim Sniper 2 and gave it a... So... The Jim Sniper 2 is already strong enough to use, like, a big beam cannon, so I'm curious why this has an external beam pack. Let's I don't see. Know. I'm, I'm looking through Xeonic's little descriptions here. This is based on a... Su oh, so this is, uh... This is used in, like, CCA era, too. Alright, so... It, it basically is just an ultra-high-range gym. This is a turret. This is no longer... This is just a turret with some extra features at this point. All right, fair enough. Yeah, I mean, fair enough, I guess. Oh, uh, and we have some uh, some other art of it here um, in the replies here. I don't know if you saw this, but um, I don't know. It looks, it looks fun looking. I don't know. I just like looking at the, the backpack actually looks I will say in the, the game, it looks better. Like that render that they chose to use there is not as good as what it looks like in the game there. Um, yeah. I do like that the backpack has, like, a an extra sensor like that. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, I always like cables. I just think that they could have made the beam rifle cooler, if I'm being honest. Like, that's my big thing with this. Yeah, I agree with you. I like I like the idea looks... of this, like, ramshackle-looking thing, but the gun needs to look more scary for that yeah, to like, work. Yeah, because it's just so plain. And, like, that that's what gets to me, is, like, the gun looks really plain, and it, 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 I feel like it shouldn't, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Uh, I feel like if you're gonna make like a cool ultra long range, badass uh, gym sniper, then you gotta make it have a cool rifle. Like, it's just, I don't know. That's just how it is. Anyway, yeah. all right. <clears throat> uh, next up is all right. It's fucking another engage design. Of course it is, because those oh, wait, no, is are this? off my radar. No, yeah, generally. I'm pretty sure this is by the art style. Uh, this was this was excerpted, but still, uh, this is a ground gym design. This is the RX seventy nine GF Slifferail. Yeah, this is also a. This is definitely UC Engage looking at that art style. Yeah. Um. It's fine. It's a ground Gundam. It's got. Uh little bit of extra armor on the knees it looks like it's got like the bottom of the uh the shield like the uh standard like ground type shield like slapped onto the front of the knees there especially mm -hmm. like if you look on the like the knee on the right like you can see that that yellow or orange piece is like a separate piece um yeah and <laughs>
sorry about that, folks. Yeah. Uh, minor technical difficulty on my end. My mic went out. Uh, uh, you were destroyed by the power of the sliff rail. Yeah, I, what I was saying, uh, I think when I got cut out, uh, is that I like the design of this weapon. It's like a beam javelin, but with like four blades, and then you have like the central, you know, shaft also has a uh, saber come out of it. Um, I think it's kind of neat. Uh, but this, I don't, and I, I like the shoulder shield, but like, this is such a boring, like, side design to me. Well, it's also the problem where I'm realizing that the art they use for these, like, announcements of new mobile suits, I just think looks like shit. Like, that's that's what the gym shooter revealed, is that once we saw it in-game, it's like, oh, this actually looks you, all right. You know right. what they're doing? It feels like they're taking the in-game model, but then trying to make it look like 2D art. Because, like, if you look at this, it's got, like, all this, like, rough, like, filtering over it. True, true. And it just looks kind of bad because of that. I think it would have just been better to show the actual in-game model, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, all right, uh, yeah, it's a it's a it's a ground gym with extra armor and a cool spear. Yep. Oh. Cool. Um. All right. More you see engage. I, I I mean I know there is more, but. Yeah, well, I mean we'll see what we roll, right? Yeah, let's keep going. Uh, let's see. This is probably more you see engage. No, this is Moon Gundam. Oh, what is it? It's the Psycho Bawu. I hadn't seen this yet, huh? Oh, it's cool. This? Oh! Ooh! <laughs> I like it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, actually. Okay, so this is what happened to the rest of the, um... I'm wondering if this is what happened to the rest of the uh, Psycho Plates or something, because... We know the Moon Gundam doesn't have all the psycho plates of the original thing. Mm -hmm. uh, let me see. I'm looking at the thing there. No, I think it's just a separate unit. Uh, anyway, yeah, no, this is a cool-looking Beiwu um, that is, one, it's in pink and yellow, which is very funny, like this like very bright color scheme. Great uh, colors. Uh, and then also, it, it has, like, the G-doors, like, you know, like the, uh, the psycho plates on the back. The way that the psycho plates look is really interesting to me, because um, like their arrangement is weird on this. They're kind of like a uh, a pair of strange wings, really. Like, yeah, like a weird pair of strange wings. Uh, from for actual changes from the Beowulf's design, you get like some extra details on the head, and the uh, head's big crest is slightly changed in design. Uh, the chest vents are handled a bit differently. Um, You've got some extra, like, if you look at, like, the skirts, you almost have, like, this, like, kind of weird, uh, there's, like, a separation in the armor there, uh, that looks kind of neat on the skirt. Uh, mm -hmm. you've also got, on the legs, you got more of that, like, it's, like, these, like, yellow detailed inner pieces that are kind of revealed throughout. Um, I'm actually curious. Ah! Yes, okay, so... I'm curious if this also. I was I was wondering if that's trying to like reference like Psycho Frame stuff. I think it kind of is like all the little yeah. exposed bits of yellow because that's also what you know the G doors this whole deal is. So mm -hmm. interesting. Okay. Uh, I think this is a neat little unit though. Uh, you know, it's it's a it's a fancy Beiwu. Oh, oh, also elf shoes. Got elf shoes. Uh, you gotta mention the rifle is like kind of Hyakushiki style. Um, with the like, uh, that's just the Beiwu rifle. 
Is it? Okay. Yeah. Well, the Beiwu, sh- that's not the Beiwu shield. Uh, is that not the Beiwu standard shield? The Beiwu it- shield doesn't have five emitters. It only has three, right? No, yeah, this wait. one just keeps going. Hold on. Uh, actually six. It does sh- have five emitters. Really? Wow, I guess it's just the angles I've always seen it at. Um, Damn. I will say, this is a chunkier shield in art style. Okay. Because, like, like, if you look at, like, the emblem on it, I think this is a bigger shield. Okay. Uh, but I will say, on the, in the case of the rifle, though, uh, this is just a baby rifle. It might again, also be really, scaled up, though. Yeah, it's a little chunkier. <laughs> That's the thing. Like, this... I can't tell how much of that is, like, the art style or how much of that is intended to be different, because uh, it is chunkier. It's not, like... I can see why you would think it's different, because it yeah. does look, you know, different huh. at a glance. It is beefier and chunkier. So I, I, I totally get it. It's not like I'm, you know, saying... Anyway. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sorry. <laughs> All right. Rolling again. Yep. Uh, you see engage. <laughs> God damn it. All right. This one, there's an animation of, actually. This is the high mobility type camphor. Oh, I've watched the for animation us. for this, actually, too. I think I... Did I link you it, too? The other... Like, when I discovered I it? I think you did, yes. Um, yeah. This is, what if we took a camphor and gave it Gerber Tetra Sturm Boosters? pretty cool yeah like like it's still you know like that thing where my brain's like it's it feels i don't want to say simple it's it, it it's a kit batch that feels more akin to gundam breaker than an actual variant yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of uc engage i feel like is their kind of low effort yeah frankly like, yeah which is like you know it, it, that's like kind of like my only real complaint with it is yeah it just feels a little sta- stapled together but i will say this is a cool looking stapled together design so I yeah like it. sometimes sometimes staples are neat yeah except for when they go through your thumb but anyway i mean you know that could still be cool no no it is not uh all right finally it happens what is it what we gotta go back to the dodge for? viper <laughs> What? Oh god <laughs> damn it, no, we can't put that in the middle of the <laughs> Yeah we can, it's clean up. Fine, fine, fine. Okay. Do it. So <clears throat> let's see here. You need to link me to it because I'm not gonna find it. Mm-hmm. Um I will I will link you as we go, because we got some we got some things to, to hit up here. Um I can start by just linking you the the overall page. This'll this'll help you a little bit. Um, so okay. we can hit up, uh, I'll make sure that we haven't covered these. Let's, let's, let me find the Viper section on here. Um, so we're starting with the, uh, Viper, the Dodge Viper GTSR concept. Okay. What is it? It's just a, uh... It's just the concept that they used for the, yeah, for, basically for the the ZB1 generation. They were like, this is, this is the first, this is our first run at it. Okay, so it's the prototype. It's the Gundam, as opposed to yeah, the gym. exactly. Okay. You can see that picture there. Yeah, I mean... I feel like one of the notable changes is that, I mean, it's been a while since you looked at the Viper, so I, I understand you're having a little bit of trouble, like, adapt. One of the things is that the, like, the, um, 
venting in the hood is all now in the center instead of being along the sides there. Yeah, it's in it's in the center. So I guess that's a little different, and it's got like a different. Uh, is the intake on the middle different? Like it looks maybe a little bit bigger. It looks a little different. It also doesn't have a butt hood, which automatically makes it the best looking Viper of all time. You know what? Fair. Uh, I guess it's butt door, roof. It, it still has the same like door style and like the side scoop thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fine. Yeah, I think this actually looks kind of good in a way that again I it it fixes some problems I have with with a lot of a lot of them. Um, next up, we have the Mopar Concept Coupe. Okay. That, I mean, it looks like a Viper, but in black, right? Uh, it's, the hood looks, this is like the, the late 2000s one. Yeah, 2007 auto, Detroit Auto Show, so. Yeah, uh, this is, this has like the, like the toaster slot hood. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, what is different from this versus the actual version that they produced? Unfortunately, we don't have enough information to... I don't have enough information here to say a lot. Um, gotcha. So. Um, I just I had to ask. Yeah, different manufacturer. Probably made some changes. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to bother with the SR10 carbon. It's just they used carbon fiber. Um, okay. But we can use the Chrysler Firepower. No, we already did the Firepower. Damn. Um, the Copperhead, then. The Dodge Copperhead. Okay, this is the one I know someone mentioned. That, why didn't you mention the Copperhead? Uh-huh. Or did you yep. mention that? I mentioned, I, I told people not to at me about the Copperhead. Right, and right, that we would yes, get to that's it. why I know about this, okay. Good as my word, here we are. Well, we're here, yeah. Uh, so, this is a another concept car. This is an attempt to make an affordable Viper. Oh. It looks weird. Yeah, why does it look like that? <laughs> I don't know. Um, so it, like, yeah, grill back, as we do. It has the, like, divided, like, four-section front grill, but the middle, like, it's not just a middle bar. It's, it's a huge middle separation. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it looks um, very good, if I'm being honest. Its lights are really weird because they're very, like... They're not even on the edge of the front where you would normally put headlights. They're very center. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're very flat. Um, you have this big sort of like multi-curving, like a series of hills hood stretching back to the sort of the convertible car itself. Um, it, it's weird to me that this is supposed to be a cheaper design, but in some ways it's looking like it's trying to look futuristic. Oh, this only existed as a concept car though. Right, right. Okay. That's why. Uh, they didn't end up, they didn't end up producing this. Um, okay. They, they had some, uh, some trouble with the name. So this is technically you're not supposed to. Dodge would not call this the Copperhead anymore. Oh, why? They would call this the Dodge Concept Car. Um, you know, just copyright. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yep. Um. Because oh, because there was a customized uh Ford Coupe. Owned by Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top that he had copyrighted <laughs> as the Copperhead. <laughs> Wait, what? You can't... I feel like he, he can't do that. I mean, I Apparently guess he can. He can. The, the, the evidence he can. is there. I, I just feel like if I, like, customized a gunpla and then named it something and then copyrighted it, that would be insane. But, okay, sure, I guess. <laughs> Got owned by the guy who wrote Sharp Dressed Man. Go off, King. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's yeah, huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is a weird car. This is a this is a strange vehicle here. Yeah, it's. I think it's really ugly. <laughs> if I'm being quite honest, it's I think the view. Bad. I think the view from behind looks better. I think front on it does look bad. I think the back end of the car looks all right. Um, yeah, the front of it though. I mean, this is ugly. Ugly yeah. fucking car. Yeah, like, it's bad. The headlights are like put too far in the middle. Also, in a way that I think looks really bad. Mm-hmm. Like, because the headlights are like really in the middle. Um, the the paint that they used for this, I know that it's supposed to be like concept car and shiny, but it looks this looks like a Hot Wheels. <laughs> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Like this um, looks like a Hot Wheels toy, and I just don't like it. I don't know. I just I can't really say much else about it because I just don't like it. Well, okay, we've got one last Viper. There's another variant on this page. It's not worth talking about. It's just okay. like they slightly modified it. Uh, instead, we're going to talk about our first car with a mobile armor mode. Oh, okay, link me this, please. This is the Viper Defender. What the fuck? This is the star car of the TV series Viper. Oh, it's got about mean a supercar. Head- headlight eyes. Ooh. Well, if you want to see, uh, if you scroll down just a little bit, you can see a video of it transforming. Uh, what? Because that's a Dodge Viper that becomes the Defender <laughs> through some really bad CG. <laughs> ah! <laughs> okay, what? What? Why does it need to disguise itself? Because, listen, every, you know, because it's, what if, what if people found out about its identity? It's, it's car wife and car children would be at risk. I... Um, what? I have no idea, Dylan. Why does this show exist? Because <laughs> they want. I don't know. I don't know. I tried to make up an answer. I don't know. I just. I'm sorry, but the more I like stare at this, I'm just like, <clears throat> what? Why? I'm just. Conf- I'm just confused. I guess I'm a little baffled. I'm trying to figure. I'm reading. And trying to see why it needs to be disguised. And I'm so far not finding an answer. Uh, You know, I... I guess, like, one, the fact that it has to transform is weird to me. The other thing that's really weird to me is Viper, the TV show, secretive task force set up by the federal government to fight crime in the fictional city of Metro City, California is perpetually under siege from one crime wave after another. Oh, we are in the 90s, all right. Uh-huh, um, yeah, yeah. Weapon used by this task force is an urban assault vehicle disguised as a flame-red 1994 Dodge Viper RT-10 Roadster and later in 1996 Cobalt Blue Metallic Dodge Viper GTS Coupe. See, it's fucked up, too, because, like, both the cars that this is pretending to be are also things that stick out. So... It's true. Like... Hiding in plain sight. Cancelled after 13 episodes, but then revived two years later under different networks for three more seasons of syndication. <laughs> Love to cancel a show and then Love bring it back for three more yeah, seasons. Yeah, fucking passed around, I guess. 
Oh man, they keep. Oh man, look at this. Looking at the history, it's been destroyed several times. They keep having to reboot the Viper project, the Viper team, because the crime just gets too intense. Um. Yeah, I don't. What? Sorry, I'm just also reading this, and I'm just like, you could just do anything. You could just make anything be a TV show. Uh huh. The possibilities are endless. People do shit like this. I mean, so looking at the design, um, we have a, uh, a a very a much simpler front grill. It is just two sort of support bars, but they are not Thanks. attached. Cor- yeah, right. They're not attached properly at the bottom to make them look like the fangs of perhaps a snake. Uh, yeah, and, then you have and a it matching has narrowed pill. eyes too. Yeah, it no, it no. looks terrible. Also, by the way, like there are cooler cars than this in TV and whatnot. That's, that's a rude thing to say. Um, I'm beyond just saying, that, it's it terrible. is uh, the rest of the body is a Dodge Viper. Yeah. Um, however, armaments. Okay. <clears throat> it has four wheel drive mode. Uh, you know, t- oh, these are that, listed as features. In the 90s? For the record. Was that was that more? I mean, the Viper isn't four wheel drive. Oh, is the standard Viper not four wheel drive? Okay. No. No. Like, I don't know. Uh, like most sports cars are not. Four-wheel four wheel drive sports cars are the exception, not the rule. Some of my favorite sports cars are four-wheel drive, but we're not talking about them today, unfortunately. Okay. Um, it's got a hologram projector. Okay. It can uh, deploy a probe that has a camera and a laser. Okay. It has retractable battering rams. It has some uh, combination weapons pods that deploy from below the car doors with EMP missiles and a harpoon. Okay. Uh, let's see. These other things are not interesting. Uh, it has a rear grappling hook as well. And those are all from season one. Season two, they start adding more features. Every, fe- every season, more features. Uh, it's got a turbine booster. I don't know what that means. It's got a voice amp. It's got a speaker. Thanks. It's got a speaker. Great. Love it. Um, uh, the uh, rear grappling hook has been replaced with a 50 caliber machine gun and also that, added to the weapons pods. That feels... Hmm. Uh, it feels also has heavy. it also has a pair of 7.62 millimeter machine guns. That's redundant. A bit more normal, uh, though. At least in terms of size, but... Yeah. That's the same. Wait, it's... Oh, wait, no, 762. I was thinking of the 12... Never mind. I was thinking of something different. You're right. 762 is just, you know, like AK caliber. That's perfectly normal. that's like normal. Um, Though, you know, shooting a car 50 caliber makes sense. Um, uh, Stinger missile launchers, high-powered lasers, and the probe now has infrared. Season 3 didn't get much. Just a bolo slash net launcher and a (laughs) flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah, well, listen. Season 3 is all about hurting the people, not the cars, I guess. Yeah. Uh, you, you tie them up in a net and then you burn them all. <laughs> no, <laughs> evil machine. Okay. Good news, Michael. They can't fight back. <laughs> it's Night Rider. Sorry, no, we're not covering Night Rider right now. Um, season Never, four. Don't request it, please. <laughs> season four hover hovercrafts, uh, torpedo launchers, uh, some dumb features, a rear-mounted bomb launcher, and a cloaking device. Hell yeah. 
Manual overdrive and traction control that are both never used, which is really funny to me. <laughs> you never used the traction control. He's just like, first thing in season four, he turns off the anti-lock brakes. He's like, fuck this. <laughs> okay. Yeah, sure. Um, uh, yeah. Honestly, given, I'm actually a little annoyed at some of the detail on here because I've seen wikis for much... Things I care about much more than the Viper TV series that have less information available online than this. <laughs> yeah, but, but what, you don't like ViperTVShow.Fandom.com? Moving on. All right, let's roll some more. Ah, uh, if we must. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that was it. We're not going to do any better than that, but... I mean, um, we have more on the list, don't we? We do, it's true. How many more? Five. Um... Gerbera Tetra Kai, you wanted to revisit this one. Yes, okay, so, Gerbera Tetra Kai, I wanted to revisit this because, and let me get you the images, six, just to help um, with this explanation. So, if you see me on Twitter or on co-host, I've talked about this also because I can't help myself because I find it fascinating. But, so, the Gerbera Tetra Kai is getting a Robot Spirits anime, um, and so... The thing that they have changed on it... So, the original design was not really visible uh, for most of the body, right? You mm-hmm. were not able to see most of the design. Um, and when we talked about it, we talked about how uh, the the best full body we had at the time was Katoki's art for the Gundam Fix Figuration, which is... I'm also linking you real quick just to compare. So... The thing is, uh, Mikaki Taka, they got him finally to stop making girls for a moment and instead make a robot again, uh, at least to help with this, uh, to help with this, uh, release. And he actually had some very different ideas for what he would add to the Gerbera Tetra Kai than what Katoki did, which is kind of, it's something I find interesting. So if we're comparing the two designs, um, so Katoki actually, like, you know, simplifies the design a bit for the GFF. Um, of course. And what Akitaka does is instead... So, the torso and the head are basically the same, right? You've got the... Uh, you've got slightly different coloration going on on them, but, like, the head ideas there are the same. Because that was all visible in the original art. Mm-hmm. Um, the shoulders, same thing. Shoulders are basically the same between the two. Uh, primary difference, I would say, is Mika Akitaka... Uh, adds a bit more, um, so, if you look on, uh, the shoulders for the Katoki version, they have a piece sticking out of the middle, right? And that is still there on the Akitaka version, but it's located a bit higher up, and then below, there's an extra shoulder spike that is sticking out. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then it also has two visible thrusters, whereas they are not as visible on the Katoki version. Uh, I believe they are still there, but they're located deeper underneath. So, uh, Akitaka makes it a little bit more pointy and, you know, more more thrusters that are visible. Mm. Um, another big change is when you go down to the arms. Uh, so, Katoki goes with making the arms themselves all white, but then the forearm guards are red. What Mika Akitaka does is the arms are all red, but the joint piece is white. Like, if you see, like, you know, the circular joint piece in there is white Mm -hmm. and then also at the end of the forearm guard the tip of that is white which i actually think is pretty cool they both do the same thing though of coloring the uh 
the ammo for the uh, wrist Vulcans, uh, the ammo pack is now a gray instead of red, like it is on the Gabura Tetra. So they both mm-hmm. did the same thing there. Um, for the waist, uh, the waist design is basically the same on both, though um, Katoki adds a little bit of extra detail, but they're basically just doing the Gabura Tetra waist again. So, similar mm-hmm. design there. Um, Katoki does very different side skirts. The ones done by Akitaka here for the toy are quite a bit larger. Uh, and they're also not... Re- they, they On both of the designs, they're attached to the legs, but on Katoki's, they're more movable, and it looks like they are more flush with the leg on um, the Akitaka design. Like, it's basically just the leg has a big bump and some thrusters on it, rather than an actual side skirt. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, one change where I actually like Katoki's a bit more is Katoki gives the Guerrero Tetra Kai a really big rear skirt. Uh, now, Akitaka's version for the toy here does have a large rear skirt, uh, unlike the um, standard Guerrero Tetra, but it's not as big. The one on Katoki's is a bit more all-encompassing. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just like it a little bit more on Katoki's. It's one of the few things I prefer on Katoki's GFF. I think the other thing I prefer is his, some of his coloration on the leg. I like a little better, but... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, because, um... So, the upper thigh on Akitaka's is all red. On Katoki's, it is red on the front, white on the back. And that actually kind of continues throughout the whole leg. Like, all the frontal armor is red, but then the middle armor is all uh, white. Uh, and then on the back of the uh, calves, uh, you've got these scoops that are red again. Mm. Um, and that's kind of almost inverted on, uh, Mikaki Takas. You have white knees and white back of the leg parts, and then most of the leg is red, though. Mm -hmm. Uh, the feet are basically the same between the two of them, which is funny because the feet aren't visible at all, but, I mean, they're Gerber Tetra feet, so. Sure. Um, the other major change, this is the most major, I think, is the backpack and thruster design going on on the back. So, the outer thrusters that are on the back, like the ones that are like the flat piece with the thruster in them, like in, in between like the two, you know, scoops, those are kind of the same for both of them. Uh, Katoki adds a bit of, de- they have like different line work and detail, but the shapes overall are the same. I do like on Mika Akitaka's though, on the back of his, he's got like these, um, I, I, I just like the thrusters that are, or like the little vents at the end of the armor too, that are added there. I just but think they look neat. if you look at the far side, they're doubles. You can barely see, but these each com- ca- have two thrusters in them. Oh, there are two thrusters in them. Yes, on Katoki's, there's only one big one in each. Mm-hmm. Okay, interesting. Uh, yeah, on uh, on I didn't actually notice that. That's pretty cool. Uh, so that's actually one difference I didn't notice immediately. Uh, the other major difference is as you hit towards the center of the backpack, not quite the center yet because the center is a really big change, but the two outer thrusters, like the Tolgi-style Super Verniers, mm-hmm. is almost how they're designed. Uh, they're much bigger on Akitaka's version here. On Katoki's, they're really small, actually. I uh, mean, the the like, the like nozzle on them is about the same size, more or less, but it's yeah. like the... the the um katoki ones are very stubby it's like they're mostly nozzle whereas akitaka's has a whole bunch of of stuff behind they're basically like full-on just big yeah thrusters on akitaka's the Mm -hmm. most major change comes with the middle so i think the reason that uh katoki made them small he had a reasoning for this um if we look at the original gerber tetra 
right? Its standard backpack also has two, like, small thrusters on the back there, and I think he was just trying to make slightly bigger versions of those. Mm-hmm. And Kotoki also just basically uses the same backpack in general, in a lot of ways. It's the ball, and it has, you know, like, that bottom scoop that ends at a point with a big, giant thruster that is, you know, on the very back middle. They're basically the same design. What it feels like to me that Akitaka's trying to do is he has instead a large binder. Not a thruster, just a binder in the middle. Uh, presumably because you get enough thrust from all the thrusters around it that it doesn't need like a large central one. And so instead it has like a binder for AMBAC with like little attitude thrusters. And what that also feels like to me is it feels like you, you took the fuel tank from the Sturm, uh, the Sturm booster and sort of flattened it. And, mm. Or not flattened, but like made it sh- a little a little thinner and a little smaller and, and and put it into the back. So I think that the back binder operates both as like a binder for movement and also I would assume as like a big propellant tank almost. Yeah, yeah, makes uh, sense. I like that a lot more actually. I think it looks more visually interesting, especially with all of like the protruding like shapes that are going on with it. Having this big back binder I think is pretty cool. That's what I really like on it. Uh, mm-hmm. Whereas both designs have their own merits. I think I overall prefer Akitaka's, but I like both a lot. And I just think it was really cool to see a designer kind of revisit a design that for a long time only really existed from the waist up. And usually when we get a reinterpretation of a design like that, you don't you don't usually get it redesigned again, right? Someone mm-hmm. has decided what the full body looks like, and that's just what it looks like now. Is what happens very frequently with a uh, Gundam. So right. I, I just thought it was really cool that they actually like were okay with having this design get changed. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just because like it's not something that happens often, right? Usually you get like these old MSV designs. They appear in something new and they're going to stay that way forever. Uh, I mean, hell, Katoki's design kind of immortalized in games, but funnily enough, all the games it's in are games that uh, were you know like live service games that are dead now so i guess it's not really immortalized anymore <laughs> well because it's like msgo uses that version of the gamera tetra kai i know that because i've modified that model myself uh because i have all the uh gundam uh mobile suit gundam online models saved or as many of them as i could at least uh, as i could find uh and that uses katoki's design pretty much exactly like they just took like you know, Katoki's art there and just made that into the design for the game. Uh, just, it's just interesting to me, you know, like I said, it's just, it's, it's cool that they can, they, they have a bit with some of these old designs being more like, Oh yeah, let's just change it. Let's just, you know, let's get, let's get the original artist to design it again, instead of just using the, the design that, you know, we had someone else make already. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And that's that, uh, you know, it's uh that's cool. what it is and yeah, yeah i'll cool. let you uh anything else uh yeah we got a couple more rolls in us yeah let's keep going fuck it christmas episode everyone <laughs> uh next up pull this one up see what the fuck this is because i don't remember from the name is this right uh oh, this number? is this no most of, a lot of these don't um this is another valpurgus uh, this is the Delphinium. Yep, this is uh, the GPO3, but what if it was a walker? <laughs> yep. 
Uh, I also have art of this because this is also in that book that I sent you the pictures of earlier. Ooh, show so, me. Yeah, let me uh, get find me that good for you. art. Plus, you will uh, be able to. Uh, I yeah, mean, the, the manga art's fine, but it doesn't this, really. Yeah, I mean, regardless, the the referencing I'm going to do for this one is going to be a pain in the ass. Please check the show notes for art. Yeah, because otherwise uh, you won't find most of this. I assume. It's going to be funny because, yeah. Okay, so uh, here we go. Uh, Delphinium. Uh, and you can you get all the modes with it, too, because it does have multiple modes. Oh, look at that, friend. Yep. It is basically... Okay, so the Gundam on the inside... I, I can't really tell what Gundam it's using as a base there, I'm going to admit. Because it kind of... It looks like it's just an original Gundam. It does have, like, some elements of, like, the heavy Gundam. Like, if you look at the chest armor, it's got, like, you know, the graded, like, vents, and those are, uh -huh. like, that reminds me of the heavy Gundam. And, like, it's got, like, the full armor Gundam, like, arm pieces and stuff in the legs. Like, it, it looks like it's almost based on parts of, like, the heavier full armor Gundam, but, like, the head is unique. It's got yeah. this, like, weird head. Uh, I don't think it has vents on the head. I'm trying to... Yeah, no, I think it's just a plain head with, like, a chin. Uh, shorter V-fan and such. Uh, the Gundam underneath doesn't matter, though, as much as the parts around it, because it is wearing what is essentially a giant exosuit for a Gundam. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got two giant pairs of arms, uh, two giant pairs of legs, and a big backpack and skirt unit. Oh, be so, damned. This, has a, this actually has a Gundam wiki page. Most of these things I've talked about don't. Yeah. Uh, so what this design is, though, is basically almost feels like, to me, a land combat GPO-3 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, just because, you know, it, 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 or a GPO-3 that can become a mobile suit is maybe a better way of putting it. Because it yeah, has I mean, an like, MA mode that is just the GPO-3. And also, like, I mean, part of the GPO-3 is that it's kind of, uh, like, it's not great for duels, as we see. It's yeah. great for, like, the first five seconds of the duel, and then it's like, well, there's a giant rocket pack, and you're not, you're sort of engaged in more stationary combat now. Yeah. Um. So, much like the GPO-3, though, you've got... Um, one, the arm on the right has a set of double beam cannons on it, uh, which to me feels almost like a bigger reference to the, uh, to like the, uh, what's it, um, the full armor Gundam yeah. and stuff, especially given that the base design looks like a heavy Gundam slash full armor Gundam. Uh, so it has a twin giant beam cannon, which can also admit, uh, emit two giant beam sabers. Sure. Uh, has an eye generator, which is on the left arm there. Uh, so the left arm is actually just the eye generator. So it's funny to me that it's an arm because... I, I like that, actually. I think that's, like... I feel like so so often we get the eye generator just as, like, a tiny radome. And I like it being this huge fucking thing. Yeah. It's still got, like, you know, the standard, like, end of it that looks like, you know, a lot of eye tend to. Or, well, uh -huh. I mean, it's specifically the GPO-3's eye here, so... Right. Uh, yeah. Um... For the legs, you've just got two beefy legs. They're just big, right? They're scaled up. They're not really, like, given extra detail because they're big or anything. They're just scaled up mobile suit legs. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, they've got, like, a big separated knee piece. Um, and you've got some really wide feet on them. Uh, but, you know, they're they're, they're kind of plain in some ways. They're just, like, white legs with, like, lots of little gray detail. You get, like, little red tick marks on, like, the sides of the calves and such. Mm -hmm. and, you know, but simple's fine when it's something, like, big like this. Uh, the back of this is where things get really big also, because it still has the big weapon containers that the, um, 
that the GPO-3 has. Again, different design. They're more rounded. They look a bit more futuristic. Uh, but, you know, big weapon containers. According to this, uh, it mentions... Some, uh, something about large missiles, so I'm assuming it just is, you know, missile containers, kind of like the GPO-3. Um, I'm just yeah. looking at the armament section on the page I linked. I don't know if the wiki has more detail. Yeah, it, it says large cluster missiles. Okay, yeah, so basically I'm assuming it just has, yeah, big cluster missiles in those. Damn, it should have just been a shit ton of micro-missiles, because I think micro-missiles are cooler, but... Um, yeah, and it's got some extra thrusters on the back of these weapon pods, as well as an extra camera on the left side one. I think the uh, reason you do larger missiles is so you can use it for anti-ship. Micro-missiles don't do shit to ships. Yep, that's fair. Uh, and then it has a big rear tail booster, which again, designed very similarly to like the one on the GPO-3 uh, on the Dendrobium. It's just, you know, an array of five thrusters uh, that are like the round thrusters and also a bunch of square thrusters all around that look like they could be slightly directioned by the uh, vents on the inside of them. And then looks cool. I assume those are two fuel tanks uh, that are sticking out on the bottom there. Must be, yeah. Yeah. Oh, here we get. Okay. Uh, being a prototype weapon, its core unit was a junk mobile suit created using a mix of existing Gundam type and gym type parts. For increased okay. pilot survivability, it was equipped with optional full armor, though the usefulness of this in combat was unknown. Yeah. Well, probably presumably because they're fighting the whole fucking thing and not just that. Right. All right. Uh, cool. That's the Delphinium. It's, it's it is it's all right yeah it's fine yeah i think it's, it's i think it's fairly cool yeah for um, a volpergus design which i can be hit or miss on a lot of so you know i know that we we, we did talk about all of the oberon forms i think yes and did. I used yes form. we did right okay mm -hmm. yeah uh next we have both clarification that it's br gym not bar gym oh it's just br gym uh-huh and then we get a uh a the BR Jim Mahouse. I thought it was. I thought it was Bar Jim. I think this is a thing that they've been inconsistent on, and they are bar? coming down hard that it's BR. Okay, well, because yeah, I was gonna say because if you're looking at the katakana, it's just Bar Jim. Because I think it's supposed to be a Barzam joke, so instead of Barzam, right. it's Bar Jim. Right. Uh. Anyway. Uh. Oh. Okay. So in F ninety FF. They made another version of it. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. It's, uh... So, compared to the original version of it... We covered the original, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try to compare. It's basically just, like, a more beefier, modern-arted version of it, you know? It, and but it's it purple. keeps a lot of the same elements. Like, yeah. it's got, you know, the head design is the same. I uh, mean, the really some... damning thing is the left one is supposed to be just a regular BR gym, and the right one is supposed to be the, the modified version, and oh, they're just different oh, colors. Oh, okay, so it is just, okay. The only thing it really eliminates from the original design is the back of the head antenna is gone. Uh, it doesn't have, like, the big yellow antenna on the back of the head. Uh, apparently, obviously, we don't see any armaments here, but it lists them, and it says that the, uh, the Mahouse, the other version over here, uh, has a beam lance which I wish I could oh, see, because well, that sounds cool. I'm pretty sure I know why, because look at the colors on that. Hold on. Uh, give me one second. Uh, I am pretty sure that it is a reference to something from Twilight Axis. Yeah, that no, if you, uses... if you actually, if you look at the same image and scroll to the side, you see that. Oh, okay, yeah. Yep. Oh, I see it, duh. I didn't even notice that. I just had to mention it because, well... The, I'm assuming the beam lance it uses is the same one that this uses. That I guess is. so. 
because here, uh, let me show you it if you haven't seen it. I'm trying to find a good picture of it, actually. It's kind of hard because, um, yeah, the wiki is useless. Uh, let me find the model kit. There we go. Find a picture of the model. So what it is is basically a shot lancer, but instead of being a physical lance, it's got a beam. Okay, they can launch that's that. kind of cool. Yep. Yep. It's pretty neat. Um, you can even see if you look at the head, it's even got like the little weird, it's got like an extra scope over the eye and stuff too, like that gym. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or that the Jigen. Um, yeah, the bar gym's neat. It's a cool looking Jigen, which is not a thing I say very often. Um, yep. uh, okay, we got one from uh, a recent game that it doesn't, it's not a variant of anything, it's just we'd never talk about it otherwise. Okay. This is the Gundam Latreya. Oh, yeah, the Gundam Latreya. This is from SD Gundam Battle Alliance. Uh, this this thing fucking rules. Uh, so cool. this is a this is also made by a person who actually usually does uh, like fan designs within like Dojinchi. Uh, specifically, he does a bunch of animal based uh, mobile suits, uh, which people have probably seen these around. Um, there's a he he's done a bunch of animal based mobile suits, and he also usually does. Oh, he has like a volume of ones that are SDs that he is un-SD'd, which is really amusing considering he made a design for an SD game. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, no, uh, I'm spacing on the name of the artist, uh, but, um, is yeah, it, it uh, is it Kyoru Kuramo, uh, Kuramo? Kyoru Kuramo, I think so. Because, uh, he... he because there is art here of an unSDified like version of it, not yep. full art, um, yeah, and it's attributed his, uh, to him. So yeah, uh, yep. And this unit's great. Uh, it's so uh, the head. It it's got a Zeta style head, you know, with like the way the mask and the chin are. You've got a forehead gem with a camera in it, and then a secondary camera on top of that, actually. And it's got a double V fin. Um, You've got also a big crest in the middle of the head uh, that is going up. Uh, very, very weird kind of like back of the head. Uh, it doesn't have a camera on it either. It's actually playing on the back of it. It's just like a big armor plate. Mm -hmm. um, does it have visible head Vulcans. Uh, just a really good head. Uh, as you hit the torso, you've got uh, just, you know, kind of a standard torso setup. Just looks clean. You've got like the two vents. What I do like is... So you've got two chest vents, and then on the underside, you actually have two side of the torso vents that kind of remind me of, like, the F91, how it also kind of sure, does, like, the torso sure. vents like that. Uh -huh. uh, just adds some flavor to the torso, and then, you know, otherwise it's got a pretty standard, like, Gundam torso setup, where you've got, you know, a three-section torso, uh, the two vents, the obvious cockpit hatch, etc. Mm -hmm. um, for the shoulders, uh, you've got big round shoulder armor and then connected to that uh shoulder armor oh no wait yeah no sorry this is classic mistake it, these hang over the shoulder but they're actually connected to the backpack right so uh the shoulders themselves just have thrusters at the end of them uh facing downward uh cool rounded armor on the arms uh just mo again mostly armor does have like ports for shields which is kind of funny because it doesn't actually have any shields <laughs> But it mm -hmm. does have, like, the ports for them on the sides of the arms is what those remind me of. Um, and the hands are standard hands. Uh, for the waist, 
uh, you've got a central skirt piece that's just kind of, almost like almost looks like a small plane pointing downward. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because it's got like a you know it's got like a tail fin in the middle of it. Just kind of an interesting skirt design. Uh, these side skirts are flat plates that are swept back. Um, that uh, looking at like the in game and stuff, they're just flat plates. You know, no thrusters or anything fancy on them. Uh, and then uh, can't really get a good shot of the rear skirt, unfortunately, because no. even in the uh, one picture I have of the rear here, it is actually using its thrusters, which are obscuring it. Uh, for the legs, though, um, upper thigh is just a very small block, not a lot of detail. Probably done intentionally because it's an SD. So mm-hmm. uh, for the lower leg, though, actually, it's pretty detailed. You've got uh, like a knee piece that has a little like cut in it. Um, and then as you move like further down uh, the knee area, you actually have like a big hole in the front of the armor there, which looks kind of neat. And then on the sides of the legs, you got like these little red circular parts. Um, you've got wraparound ankle armor that has a piece of white armor kind of jutting out of the front. Um, and then the feet are not really standard Gundam feet. They're more round. Uh, they have a very rounded top to them and they've got like an interesting shape. These I'm having to go off the SD design, obviously, because the he did not post a full body. He only posted an upper torso. So, mm-hmm. uh, But, yeah. Uh, finally, the backpack unit. The backpack unit is uh, a single plate of armor on the middle back uh, with two thrusters located on the bottom and then two arms that are uh, carrying four beam cannons. Uh and these look really cool. They hang over the shoulders, though. And mm-hmm. I really like how these look. Um, they're just four beam cannons, you know. They kind of almost, like... You know what the Latreya feels like to me is, uh, as an original SD design, uh, and given, like, some of the references and attack names, it, it, it's trying to do, like, a Phoenix Gundam thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's pretty cool. Uh, it does have some unique weapons. So it does have the two beam guns, which are... So it's got, like, two uh, rapid-fire beam guns that you can see it holding in its art that are basically, like, little beam pistols. They look cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, has the head Vulcans. Has the mega launchers on the shoulder. Does have standard beam sabers, but the thing it has that are really cool also is it can use beam bardishes. Yeah. Bardiche. Uh, which are just, you know, it's a big curved beam weapon that just you know, out of the curve emits a beam. It's just, like, big beam yeah. axe sabers. And I think these are cool. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. is a cool design, though. It's just a cool SD original, you know. Not a not a lot to talk about it technically because it is a unit that only exists within the universe of that game. Uh, I think the game's all right. Uh, they improved it a lot with updates, uh, which, unfortunately, a lot of people bought it as soon as it came out and then kind of bounced off of it. Uh, they reduced a lot of the grind and stuff through updates, though, which, you know... Yeah, I should come back to it. Easier. Yep. Yeah, it, it is a fun co-op game too. If you're playing a co-op, I think it's pretty fun. Uh, but yeah, all right. That leaves uh, us with one. What's the last one? one. It's the MS fourteen J dot ZM Gelguk three. Okay. This is oh. a mood design. Let me pretty see sure. This oh, this one from oh, no, this is a uh, Advanced Zeta reboot. Oh, is it really? Oh, uh, huh. Yeah, yeah. I guess uh, I guess uh, the art style does look like that. I just sort of assumed because of all the threes being, because the Zaku three and everything. <laughs> yeah, 
To be yeah, fair, there's right. also uh, in AOZ reboot they have the Dom three though too and all that. Yeah, fair. Uh, let me. I'll link you to slightly uh, bigger images of these real quick. Give me one Great. sec. Uh, yeah, I forgot we hadn't talked about these. These are pretty cool. Uh, so what these are are Gelgoogs that are you know they're they're upgraded Gelgoogs used by the Rezion army. Uh, they come in two flavors. Uh, a commander version, which is obviously calling back to Shar, and then a standard version in more normal Gelgoog colors. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll start with the standard one, just because it's the standard one. Uh, so, it's in Gelgoog colors. I actually think it looks really cool, though. So, the head... It, it's weird, right? Because this thing is a Gelgoog, and you can see the Gelgoog shapes. This does not feel like a Gelgoog, though, because the Gelgoog... We've talked about the Gelgoog. It has some problems with its designs. Uh, this is really cool. <laughs> There's something about this, like, the shapes here that almost remind remind me of, like, the Gyan Krieger. Yeah. Like, so the head is, like, it's still kind of got the Gelguk head with, like, the little, like, um, you know, it's got, like, the little snoot with the two dots on it, even. But it's much thinner. It's not as flat and wide as the Gelguk head. It's much thinner, and it go- goes back a bit further, too, and it's a bit taller. Mm-hmm. Um. It has a huge he- head crest that is swept back, kind of like the Gelgoog Jaegers is what I think it's trying to evoke. Uh, which, I mean, if you're going to evoke Gelgoog a Gelgoog... everyone likes? Weird. Yeah, I was going to say, if you're going <laughs> to evoke a Gelgoog, invoke the one that everyone thinks is cool. Uh, you know, uh, so... And it has a Mohawk camera. Uh, it does have a Mono-Eye, but the Mono-Eye has a really interesting design because, you know, it has the little gap in the middle. So the Mono-Eye just switches between which side it's looking out of, which I think is cool. That is pretty cool. Uh... You've got, you know, little tubes on the face. Uh, for the torso, much more exciting torso than the standard Gelgoog torso. You've got a very bulging, like, uh, like top of the chest area, like, bust out. Um, and then that sweeps back pretty far where the cockpit hatches. It does still have the round cockpit hatch door classic of all the Gelgoogs. Um, it has little chest vents that are just kind of built into the torso armor. They're not, like, they don't stick out very much. Um... Overall, a pretty simple torso, though. Feels like it has a lot of armor just because of how, like, the chest bulges out like that. Uh, mm-hmm. For the shoulders, you've got uh, shoulders that are definitely evoking, like, the original Gelgoog and the Gelgoog Jaeger, where they've got, like, that same distinct shape. Uh, they end with, like, thrusters on the end of them. Uh, you do got, like, little attitude slash, uh, like, maneuvering thrusters in the middle of them. Uh, and also some on the bottom of the shoulder there, you can see. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the arms... The arms are overall pretty simple. Uh, I believe these have... uh, Are they wrist Vulcans or wrist grenade launchers? That's what I'm curious about. Because if you look at the elbows on the rear shot, you can see that it has clips into the arms. It does, yeah. Uh, Mm. Which I I think that they would probably be wrist Vulcans, kind of like the uh, ones on like the uh, Gilgug Marine and all that. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, I do like that it has the clips in the elbows, though. I I didn't really mention it. I mentioned them a little bit on the... uh, the Gabura Tetra, I like that a lot. Like when It's really clips, cool. It's it just looks, a sick design element. Yeah, it looks great. Uh, and then um, the hands are hands. Uh, for the skirt, you've got a big wraparound skirt that, again, is still evoking, like, the Gelgoog skirt sti- uh, style, uh, where it's, like, you know, just a big... Almost looks like it's one piece, even though you can see parts where it would be able to move for, like, the legs. But, like, it's got, like, you know, you've got a central crotch piece, and then You've got the two front skirts that actually, like, mesh really well with the front armor. So, again, it all looks like it's one big piece. Uh, Same with the side skirts, which have some thrusters around. 
And then the rear skirt, you've got a really big rear skirt with th uh, thrusters located all around the edges of it. Um, the You've also got uh, some tubes running from the top of the front crotch piece into the back of the skirt. Uh, the back of the... The top back of the rear skirt, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, thighs, pretty simple thighs. You know, little bits of detail on the, on the edges of them, but they're thighs. Uh, for the lower legs, you've got... Again, trying to evoke the Gelgu, you've got like the separate little knee piece, but instead of the diamond shape, they're they're not really the original diamond shape, but it still evokes that you know like that two knee piece thing that the uh, Gelgu's knees have going on. Mm -hmm. uh, you've got you know uh, the armor is very similar to the Gelgu, where it's got the bell bottoms, uh, though the, the massive side... cluster of boosters yeah. in this. You've got huge side thrusters and then three smaller but still large uh, rear thrusters on the back. It's uh, like so much of the thrust is just in these legs for this whole mobile suit. Mm -hmm. uh, for the feet, you've got really bulky feet. Uh, very tall, too. Like mm -hmm. you've, you've got like a little bit of the top foot armor you can see, and then you've got... Like, the foot itself has, like, a, a... It's very beefy, and then it has, like, a small toe sticking out of the front, almost, which is kind of interesting. Very big feet, though, on this guy. And mm -hmm. not quite high-heeled, just high-footed. <laughs> uh, and if you look on the back, it has, like, a little pop-down heel. Uh, yeah. Just for balancing. Uh, finally, the backpack, it uses the uh, Regelg's backpack. Uh, or at least a d backpack designed like the Regelg's. So it's got two external propellant tanks... Two large beam sabers located on the bottom of them uh, that you can see that it can just, like, grab from behind. Uh, and then over the shoulder, instead of the mine dispensers that the uh, Regalg has, this just has missile launchers. Uh, they are eight tube missile launchers, one on either side. Uh, so, for other equipment, though, that this is where things get interesting. So, the standard version of it uses... A, it uses the Sazabi's beam rifle, the one that was from the art that got included with the Verka. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like that. It's a really cool beam rifle design, though. I really like it. Um, yeah, it's dope. And then it uses the Messer's shield, actually, funnily enough. But it's using the Messer's shield not necessarily from the Hathaway OVA because it doesn't have the Gatling guns built in to the uh, shield, which I find interesting. It's huh. just. Yeah. Well, because the original Messer shield doesn't have those. That was sure, an OVA-added right. thing. So, Or, uh, sorry, movie-added thing. So used to things being OVAs. I forgot those are just movies. Uh, and the movie came out a little after this did. If I remember right for the date. Uh, but yeah, this is a really cool unit. And then you have a version of it in shark colors, which doesn't really change anything with the design other than it is using... It, it has a head antenna uh, that plugs into the front. So, you know commander antenna uh mm -hmm. the other major change on the shark color one though is the rifle is now using it, if you look at the base of the rifle it's actually using that that sazabi rifle but it has a barrel attached to it that turns it into the nightingale rifle it's really cool it looks really cool it's got a bigger stock than the standard one and then it's got the big barrel with the uh, angled clip in the bottom of it on the front, and then like the uh, the the bipod that pops down for it. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's pretty fucking. It's pretty cool. Uh, this is just a really cool Gelgoog, though. You know, it's sick. It's sick. I you know I remember our Gelgoog episode and us being like, okay, I guess there are some cool Gelgoogs, but like we were down on that machine, and this is yeah, really I, dope. <laughs> I like this one a lot. It's just a look. Kenki Fujioka, don't like his story writing at all. 
love his fucking robots, though. Man can make a good robot. <laughs> I, I'm i going to say, I've, I've sort of hinted at this, right? But I feel like I'm willing to go on record. I think the writing in AOZ has that fucking frozen teardrop appeal. I mean... Of like, this is so stupid, I think I'm on board. I don't know a lot about Rieoz's story. I just know that Rieoz is where he is the mecha artist and the story writer. Whereas original Aoz was written by different people, and he just did the mecha art. And Rieoz, normal Aoz is kind of dumb. Rieoz feels unhinged in a weird way. I just, I think there's something so spectacular. Is there any superior form, any greater representation of the like egomania of fascism? than having a fascist who says, clearly, the only people I can trust to defend me are myself, and clones herself a dozen times. Yeah, yeah. What if I made evil Maneva is what is kind of the thing going on in that, too? Because, you know, she's she claims to be a zombie, even though she looks more like a, like the plays, mm-hmm. uh, which I think is kind of the idea, is she's just cloned to look and, like, you know, oh, look, this is a zombie. At least that's what my guess would be. I don't know if that's the twist or whatever. But, um... But by her thing, yeah, she literally makes a bunch of clones of herself because she's like, I can defend me better than anyone else because I can't trust you people. Also, Monsha is in it, and he's a broken man, which I think is kind of funny. <laughs> Hold on, uh, let me find it real quick. Uh, someone started watching uh, 0083 in uh, the AM Discord and was talking about how much they hate Monsha, and I used to have the headcanon that, oh, Monsha is, a, you know, he's dead, and... Uh, uh, was like killed in a random Hyzak accident or something in uh, Zeta, but mm-hmm. uh, this is really funny because now he's just like a washed up asshole who now has to work for people he hates because you know he had a retreat to Mars. So here, there, there he is. He's got you know he's on a crutch. He's missing an eye. Uh, he's having a bad time. At least I hope he's having a bad time. But anyway, he doesn't look super happy. <laughs> He doesn't look super happy. I mean, he he's walking on a crutch. Uh, he he rejoins. He joins Rezion under the pseudonym of Donald. <laughs> Good work, man. Yeah, and he apparently got fucked up at some point. Uh, because yeah, so maybe he was in a Hyzak accident. He just happened to get out. But anyway, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Any other cleanup? Do we have like one more or something or two more? Uh, no, that's everything. Alright, well, uh, not quite, though, because, uh, I have a thing to link you. Okay. Uh, here we go. Wait, did we talk about the Nemo? I forget. We did, right? Uh, I don't know if we have. I can't remember now, actually. Nemo. Uh, yes, we have. We talked about it on the, on the Mark II episode. Okay, well, here's the, here's a Nemo variation. This is the Nemo Rhymes. This is also from Valpurgis. What does it rhyme with? Uh, Ha. Um, it is a Nemo uh, that has extra armor. It no longer looks depressed because it has a forehead camera that makes the depressed face look less depressed. It does. Um, which is a running theme with the Nemo, is people trying to make it look less depressed. <laughs> people trying to help out the Nemo. Uh, it is a Nemo that has a Mark II backpack with uh, external propellant tanks. Uh, it has like a little wrist uh, shield on the left arm. That's just mm-hmm. the shield. I assume it has a smaller wrist shield because you can see it has additional armor on the like shoulders, on the waist, etc. Uh, knees and whatnot. Uh, it does mention here it uses just a beam rifle. It has the two Vulcans and it has a be- two beam sabers. So it is just a standard grunt machine from that 
uh, from, you know, Valpurgis. I don't like the Nemo, but, like, I do have to feel bad for it and how much it is, like, the completely forgotten gym, right? Um, one other one I'm curious if we ever talked about. Did we ever talk about the Zaku Machinery, the MS-11R? Because it's also a Valpurgis unit that's here. I don't think so. Well, I'm going to link you these then, too, real quick. So, here it is, the MS-11R Zaku Machinery. It is... It just looks kind of like an advanced Zaku. It's very basic. It uses a Zaku machine gun and a Heat Hawk as its weapon. Huh. This is it, interesting. I like... I like the, like, sort of, like, the, the spin on classic, like, Zaku elements. Like, it's got the Zaku, like, Kai, specifically, like, shoulder shield there. But it is, like, too segmented with, like, a, a pivot point so it can turn into a regular Zaku shield. Yeah, it's really neat. Um... And then, you know, instead of having the spike shoulder, it just has, like, a reinforced shoulder. Uh, Why is it 11? Because that's not... I don't know. That's the Akzaku number. Uh, it, maybe it's based on the Akzaku. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Huh. Uh, there is also a special version of this used by someone named Ernardo er, 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 Bato. Uh <laughs> This is basically the same machine painted in yellow, but also with a Marasai head. Yeah, and like a, a, a sniper rifle of sorts mounted on the shoulder. Uh, it's also painted gold, and if you look, the backpack is now a Hiyakushiki backpack. <laughs> this guy's a and tool. It, I don't like and this it has man. Some, something going on. I think it just has an extended rear skirt, because if you look at the rear of it, you can see it, like something there, something blocking the way, but... We don't have a rear shot of this, and it has, like, a sniper rifle. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, sniper rifle looks really weird. Yeah, it's just called a long rifle, so... Yep. Alright. Huh. Just wanted to bring that up, too, because, fuck it, we may as well finish all of this. Yeah, why not? Alright. Um... Yeah. Alright. Cool. Okay. Well, that just leaves us with our one listener question. Yep. Okay. Yep. Uh... Read it aloud. I'm just going to say this is from Zoe, because unfortunately, I forgot to check with you. I'm sorry if you want to read me, have me read your full name or whatever, but uh, this is enough that you know it's you, but also that people can't identify you based on this, which is what I'm going for here. Mm -hmm. um, I have a Mechanistic Genie question, but I'm still catching up, so apologies if someone already asked this. They did not. Quite. They asked something similar, but... What are some of the worst in-universe designs? So not designs that you dislike, but ones you think should have been rejected by MS development teams. So this precludes ones that actually were rejected. This is ones that we think should have been. Yeah, uh, which... There are, uh, there are numerous examples of this, actually. This is a pretty... Uh, both easy and fun to answer question. So do you, have, uh, do you want to start 60? Do we want to go back and forth? Uh, I'm going to go... I'm going to start off with a, with a showstopper. The Gundam Sandrock. Fair enough, yeah. Maybe someone should have went, hey, wait, we're already making these out of Gundanium alloy. Why do we need to make one that is defense-focused? And, like, therefore and just all. has worse weapons than all the others. Yeah. yeah. Why? Yeah, no, that's... Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> um, The Double Zeta Gundam. <laughs> what? Kind Why? Of I mean, it's a disaster, but, yeah, like... Yeah, no. Here's the thing. Judo makes the Double Zeta <laughs> true, Gundam. True, true. Anyone else? It is a three-part transforming machine, right? That has a cockpit in the gun. It's true. That can barely hold itself together. 
that when it fires its big trump card of a weapon, it burns out the visual optics. That And it also drains the reactor, leaving it vulnerable. All the Double Zeta Gundam is a machine made by morons to do everything, and luckily, Judo can do that. <laughs> Anyone else? I mean, uh, uh, there was an episode where I believe it was Beach has stole it and was like, hey, how the hell do you pilot this? I mean, sure, but that's Beecha. He pilots the Hyakushiki just fine when Beecha pilots it. That's true. That's true. Um. Anyway, the Double Zeta is a nightmare machine that should never have been made that is like almost like... Uh, not, not even, like, too big to fail. I don't know how to word it. Just, they, they had put too much work into making this thing already that they had to make it a reality. Rather than stopping. Like, no one no one stopped them. Anywhere in the development cycle, someone could have said, Hey, why are we putting the high mega cannon in the forehead right next to the eyes? You yeah. know? Someone yeah. could have stopped them, and no one did. Someone could have stopped them when they installed a cockpit on the double beam rifle. And they didn't. So... Yeah, yeah, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Uh, uh, you know, another one? The Gun Tank 2. Listen, the original Gun Tank? All right, we are figuring out what works in mobile suit development. But even in Operation V, they immediately figured out the Gun Tank sucked. Why did you make another one? Yeah, like, why did you make a devoted tank? Why? 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 Just why? Why'd you do that? You, 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 like, you know what's a good direction that it got taken? The gun tank R44 from F91. That was a good gun tank, because it can sure. also be a mobile suit. And it still is bad in that movie. But I, I, I respect it more than I respect the gun tank, too. I, like, I actually I'm, kind of respect the gun tank, too, because I find it hilarious, but, you know. Or I have a re- kind of respect for the gun tank mass production, because it makes the gun so huge that the point is like, no, it has these, like, bop missile arms... In case it gets attacked, ideally it never sees the enemy. Yeah, ideally it is deployed far away and never has to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, Alright, so next one for me. Uh, uh, I'm trying to also think of non-UC things, because of course my brain just immediately sure. goes to UC all the time, but uh, that's, just, that's just unfortunately who I am. Um, oh. I think... Oh, actually, you know what? It, it, you, it gets used effectively, but that's because it's used effectively in its one use case. I think the camphor should not have been a machine that they ever made more than one of, even though they clearly did. At least going off of uh, games like uh, like when they get sent one in um, Code Fairy. <laughs> I, I mean... They are they are more nice about this because in universe because the people writing it don't want to be too mean about the design. But basically in universe, when Noisy Fairy receives the comfort, they're like, "This design is terrible." Yes, no, they do say that, and 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 then the well, one, they, they uh, say they say it's a suicide machine, and they say like, "Okay, well, some maybe maybe it's just for suicide missions." They don't say it's bad; they just say it doesn't suit their purposes. Yeah, to be and fair. Then, so what they do is they just make it into a well-rounded machine instead uh, with the Titania. They put armor on it and. Uh, remove some of the thrusters and whatnot because they're like, let's just make this into a normal, well-rounded machine that we can use. No, they actually add more thrusters. Oh, do they add more thrusters on the Titania? Yeah, because it has like the um, the like uh, the um propulsion right. tank ones and stuff, right? To offset the armor. So they're yeah. like, what if what if we sacrifice nothing to make it better? <laughs> Which Fair you know, enough. yeah. 
Um, yeah, no, but the camphor is a machine that, like, while useful for its one purpose, we get views that it exists as a unit that was produced in higher numbers, and unless you're doing, like, a sneak attack in a very specific enclosed territory with very incompetent Federation people, I don't think you should be deploying the camphor ever. (laughs) Yeah. Because it's just, it's just, you know, it's, it's the world's fastest missile at that point. It's all you've done. And it's actually not the fastest missile. You probably make a missile much (laughs) faster than that. So you know what? No. In fact, I think they had a plan to make a missile much, much faster and use it to destroy the colony. As I recall. They sure did actually. Yes. Yes, they did in that. All right. You got another? Uh, give me a minute to think. I'm sure, I'm sure. I mean, I want to think of some from Seed, because I know there are ones from Seed. Uh, there's a few from Seed. Uh, there's one I can name right off the bat, um, though it is from Seed Destiny. And after this point, you're going to hear a, a little bit of spoilers just for um, Gundam Seed Destiny. And it's some very like light, like, here's a suit that Dylan thinks is kind of dumb. It's not an important suit. But relatively minor thing. Uh, we're gonna have to talk about some future shows too, just because. You know, sure. So. Sure. Putting that warning here now. Uh, the Bobby. Uh, they yeah. have suits in Seed that could already do a mobile suit mode that could fly with the Din. Why does this exist? What function does this serve, and why did they do it? It is the, not only the ugliest mobile armor I have ever seen in my fucking life, but it just does what the Din does, but worse. And yeah. that's why I think that it the Bobby should have been rejected. The B-A-B-I Bobby. It's just a terrible machine that... And it's not just me not liking the machine. Like, I know that that was also part of it, but no, this should not have been made because, again, the Din does this, but better. Like, mo- mobile. Like... This thing's mobile armor mode does not give it any useful additional functions or anything. Yeah, it, that's it fair. just flies. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I'll give you time to think of one. Uh, I'm still looking at. I'm still looking at stuff. I don't know if you've uh, got more. Keep going. But uh, well, we could say most Gundams in Gundam uh, G Gundam Ao. Uh, no, that's that's again that's bringing too much of the dislike into it, so I shouldn't. Um. Uh, see, like, there's an answer that's technically rejected, but it also did get produced enough that it still comes up, which is the Zuda. Yeah. I mean, that's the very easy answer, right? Because the Zuda, they they remarketed the Zuda saying that they fixed the issue about how it shakes apart uh, when going too fast, and they didn't. <laughs> so now you just have something that works worse than Azaku 1 that also shakes itself apart if you decide to make it work better. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. just, that's a, that's an easy answer. That's an in-universe version of this where even in the, in, in Igloo, they are like, we should not have made these. Why did we do that? Why are we testing these? This is a suicide mission. <laughs> uh, other MS that should never have been left off the assembly line. I'm just digging into like all my uni- various universe folders. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm looking at my gunpla like that's going to help me. I tend not to buy the ones I think this about. <laughs> yeah. 
because well, I'm like thinking about like like even like for other universes like most designs that come up in say like IBO for instance are I I think they all fit pretty solidly you know like that's one that like I just looked through my whole IBO folder I'm like I don't think any of these necessarily should have been canceled because they all do fill like particular niches like none of these are like just junk machines you know i think shouldn't have been made i will say like anytime like this is this is i don't know about the machine overall maybe um the hammer hammer um but my issue with the hammer hammer is a is a thing that happens sometimes where it's like it has these really awkward incom arms and they try and make it use beam sabers it's like you can have arms that hold things or you can have arms that are weapons, but you need to well, hands that hold things or hands that are weapons. But there are times when you need to choose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or also, I mean, by that era, we know that beam sabers and beam rifles can be made into the same thing. You could have just made it emit beam sabers from the arms. Yeah. Like, why does um, this why does this do this? Yeah, that's fair. Um, I have a double O example. I mean, OK. The flags. Any of the transforming flags. No, no, I don't they agree with this. There was no reason to do that. They should have just made two separate vehicles. Come on. Why? Why make them one vehicle if you have to pre-deploy it? If if untransforming is generally suicide for most people other than Graham Aker. Well, you can just do it at low speed. The thing about Graham Aker is that he does it in the middle of a fight. It's not the fact that you have to, like, land to do it. It's that he does it under high-G scenarios. Mm. You don't... Okay, I was thinking that it was, in general, inadvisable to not do that outside... To do that outside of a hangar. I... I... No, because that's specifically the the predecessor to it where you physically can't. This one, the whole point, I think, is that, like, you have the... You have the MA mode so that you can... Because it is the American mobile suit, it makes perfect sense that they want to be able to fly to foreign countries and then slow down and turn into mobile suits for the fight. Fair enough. All right, I will recant the answer for now. I still think it's a little bit of a... I, I get where they're coming from with that. They're, like, trying to examine, like, the ideas of, like, MA modes and how that would actually, like, shake out with, like, a normal government backing it rather than, you know, like, mobile suit science backing it. But... <sighs> I mean, I, I don't disagree with you that the fact of, of their, like, that... The fact that using that function in combat... Uh, is going to send you to the hospital is a very big design flaw. Yeah, I just... And I like it. I like the flags a lot. I'm just <laughs> saying, as a machine, though, that, like, they, they, they finalized and produced in mass quantities feels like a glaring issue. To have. Uh, you know, this is kind of canon, right? This is the point, right? Um, okay. The double X... It doesn't need two. There's nothing you can do with two you couldn't do with one. You know, that's fair. That it's is a fair point. It's just excessive. Um. Yeah, yeah. There's not really much reason to have the two satellite cannons, honestly. Like, it's cool. I like the double X, but... Yeah, yeah. And it's... I mean, I think a lot of other things about the design are really good. But specifically having the, the double satellite cannons is just needless yeah that's a fair point actually on that note i think there are a lot of nrx sickos we could list here right <laughs> uh i was gonna say all the i mean there's a lot of one-offs from x that do feel in fact the reason they are one-offs is because they're actually bad machines with a gimmick <laughs> you know yeah yeah 
Um, so I guess they were mostly built to, to like to test a function, not to be like. But they were used in practical combat. They were. They were the Britova, which is just like check it out. I have wires, and that's it. Uh, yeah. I don't know, gang. Yeah, I don't, I don't know about that one. Um, any other machines that just looking at it, they should have just been like no. No, we we need to stop. I um, reference it all the time, and I don't reference it in this context, but why exactly does the Zaku mine layer exist? Okay, so I think the idea of laying... Uh, 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 why do they need a mobile suit for that? Why do they specifically... Why do they need a mobile suit for that? Do they that? want a mobile suit for it because it has the thicker armor and therefore larger sensors and whatnot? No? <laughs> I mean... Let's say no. I mean, what do you need sensors for? The idea is you're setting these in advance of a fight. What do you need the sensors for? Um... Yeah. Cause I was gonna, well, because, like, the mine layer backpack does have, like, sensory equipment on it, but... Sure, sure, but why? <sighs> Not really much of a good answer for that, honestly. Um... Because, yeah, no, the mine layer is kind of redundant. There's actually, you know, I would say the ball version of it is actually a better use of doing a mine layer. Because at least the ball is, like, something... I mean, actually, the ball is something they should not have done that with. They shouldn't have just put a cannon on a worker and called it a day. That was a bit of a bad idea. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess if you want to go there. The bee Gundam. Bad um, idea. Though, I but guess... I will admit, the ball yeah. version of the mine layer does make more sense to me as like Makes, this is yeah. a quick vehicle that does it yeah sure i mean it's just like a cockpit with mines yes that's all it needs to be yeah yeah no i mean there's a reason the zaku mine layer gets tends to get ignored a lot mm -hmm. uh because yeah i know it's a pretty you know cool idea but in practice eh but, like, I can see, like, the idea of being, like, oh, what if we had uh, a, a support, like, a, a support weapon version of a Zaku, and it did, mm -hmm. like, mines. Like, I could see, like, where the roots of this come into mine and are, like, eh, this is okay. Um, yeah. oh, uh, a thing that they shouldn't have done, um, actually, now that I think about it, where is it? Um, let me see if I can find this real quick. The perfect Zeong. I was going to say the full armor Zeta Gundam. Uh, this one. Um, because oh, yes. I, I, I will, I will admit, like, I don't even hate this thing's design. I do think the idea though, of basically trying to be like, Hey, we're going to make the MS mode sturdier and an exchange that loses all functionality is kind of a bad idea because, you know, the thing with the Zeta is it transforms. Though, to be fair, um, this one, arguably, they didn't actually make. So yeah. they probably came to the same conclusion as you. That's fair. Um, like I said, just trying to think of quick ones. Because I think we covered a lot of, like, the major ones now. Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel I feel comfortable with, with uh, our list so far. Uh, and that was it, right? Yeah. Um, Yay! Long I'm going to be the latest from MAHQ. Um, 
so far, uh, December has been a lot of uh, updating the website with stuff from uh, various Gunpla shows like Build and, you know, like the fucking, you know, build Builders Beginning G and all that shit. Uh, also some Age. No one cares uh, about GPB. Nope. Nope. Um, I want to say that, like, as this episode goes up tomorrow, uh, the 12th, will be uh, the 10 p.m. Uh, Eastern recording of Gundam and MHQ. However, um, this episode's going to be a pain in the ass, so I might be late. <laughs> I'm sorry. I look. No, it's I'm... not you. I'm the one who pitched this. It's just like I'm going to have to go through and verify all these names. It's the units covered that's going to be the pain in the ass. Oh, I just felt bad about my mic going out. <laughs> nah, that. I mean, that uh, actually, yes, that will also be annoying. <laughs> I guess it, I guess it's just a matter of like I mean you're gonna know when it happens because my mic's gonna cut out and we had said Mark around the same you, you, when you line it all up I guess it's not too too awful but no no I am I am really I am more worried about going back through and getting all these fucking hazel variants right on my list and stuff yeah good luck thanks <laughs> um, I don't even have them organized to that degree honestly. I still have to organize my re-AOZ folder is why, because I have a re-AOZ folder where I've been saving all the art, but I've been like, okay, I need to separate all this and label it, but I haven't done that with a lot of them yet, because I have a folder of UC units that is now fucking uh, 4,394 files, and all of them are labeled by their model number, or and then usually like some kind of descriptor if I need to, so, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nightmare anyway um all right well dylan where can people find you on the internet you can find me on the internet at uh low poly robot on twitter.com and on co-host and yeah, yeah that's basically it uh yeah six where can people find you and your work uh you can find me on twitter at six detmar s-a-x-d-e-t-t-m-a-r uh dms are open that's still the best place to find me to give feedback for you know scanline shows and stuff to my open dms request suits ask questions for shows um you know we'll see how that lasts it's been that's just twitter just twitter's been uh yeah yeah no it's really funny because it's like the back and forth nature of oh man this website's gonna die because he bought it and it didn't die immediately but then, like, things keep happening. And it's like, okay, well, we're we're constantly turning the knob on how doomer we are about um, Twitter's uh, direction right now. So. I mean, I feel like if, if I were, like, I would not recommend anyone start a Twitter account at this point. I don't think it makes any sense. The only reason we're still here is because we're already there, and if we're we move there, anywhere, yeah. we're going to lose a lot of people along the way. Yeah. Right? But, like, it is just blatantly a bad service now uh run by an egomaniac who's making disastrous decisions over and over um so that's fun uh you can find the rest of my work at scanlandmedia.com or patreon.com slash scanlandmedia and those whatever happens to twitter will stay so uh check those out um but dylan you know what they say yeah Cleanliness is next to goggliness. I think I got Dylan with that one. 
the day after tomorrow. A time when criminals rule the city. The only weapon that can stop them needs a driver. A man without a memory can be supplied with one. I've got a little cosmetic fine-tuning. He'll be our driver. Let's initiate changeover. Three, two, one, activate. The most wanted man on wheels is about to change sides. Now, against a corrupt system, a lone fight for justice. Viper is taking back the streets.